snap, I leave your backs in the backfield. Your quarterback scared, I see it in his eyes. Sit that receiver in motion, that's just a disguise. My linebackers, they stepping up. Clock the hole, no letting up. Taking on no big blocks. On fourth down, we get big stops. My secondary is balling out. Your offense keeps stalling out. How many yards like none at all? My special teams don't punt the ball in this game. cheering as we end that song by love we can go ahead and listen there Friday Night Lights. So that's something that you can listen to. We got a lot to talk about today. Coaching changes have happened since we last spoke on Monday. We've got coaching changes in the Big Apple in New York and also down here in the QC, the Queen City. Tonight, I will be there. I'll be there for that game, covering that game. Hornets and who? Do I? Hornets and who? Hornets, they're playing the Raptors tonight. Okay. Playing the Raptors tonight. Also, today, we'll talk about uh, some of the... We'll get more into the NBA. We'll talk about the NFL matchups when we go live Friday. So, again, Hunter Yancey here, Juwan Wilson, and Kevin Hastings. Again, thank you for tuning in to the next and latest episode of Shock Jocks. Go ahead and 
Go ahead. Gonna go ahead and get started with this, with the coaching carousel. Kevin, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm working on lunch working here. On lunch. <laughs> uh, well, we usually don't do this. Well, we do it when we have a sponsor, but we kind of had lunch and uh, mm-hmm. this uh, podcast coincide. Uh, we, yeah. we had to get it started. Uh, Juwan hadn't showed up yet. Our food hadn't showed up yet. And Hunter and, and I are like, well. We don't know when either is coming, <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and get the, we'll, and the guy all got here at the same time, so yeah. uh, we're going to, um, I'm going to eat a little bit while Hunter and I just want to discuss some of the topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we've got NFL coaching carousels to talk about today, like Hunter said. We've also got, um, you know, we got we got we really got to get into the how this affects the Panthers with Cam Newton. Right. Uh, we 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 touched on the playoffs yesterday, but our big thing today was we were going to feature on basketball and, and talk a lot about that today. So um, NBA action, uh, North Carolina, uh, NCAA, and more. Uh, was kind of leaning towards more basketball today on our subject. So just give you guys a heads up of what we're looking into and what we're looking at. Uh, Hunter, let's start with uh, right you. Yes. And uh, we'll let you and Juwan, I'll do some sound checks and eat a little bite. Um, yeah. Talk about your new coach mm-hmm. in the NFC East. Cowboys right. with a new coach. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy. Uh, Eagles, uh, most recent one Super Bowl. Giants with a new coach. So everyone in the division but the Eagles is going to have a new coach. Juwan, you're an Eagles fan. Uh, yeah. Let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit about how that affects you guys. And then uh, also where Hunter sees his Redskins sitting now in the NFC East. Go ahead, Juwan. Uh, well, I think it affects us, you know, a, a pretty good bit. Um, excuse me. Uh, I think the Redskins, y'all, did mm-hmm. a great hire. Right. Uh, good defensive-minded coach, um, which only, you know, could slow us down some, mm-hmm. especially with the fact, you know, with Ron Rivera there, I'm pretty sure if Chase Young is there, um, number two in the draft, in this upcoming draft, yeah. pretty sure y'all going to take him. I don't need any more <laughs> big fast dudes chasing Carson Wentz down. Mm-hmm. I don't need Hatton. I don't need to happen what happened the other night in see uh, in, in Philly against Seattle. Um, the Cowboys one, uh, I don't know about that one. Um, yeah. I think the Cowboys really come down to, you know, are they going to make plays? Can they just get over the hump? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Giants, not concerned about that one whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, I hate to, you know, bash a guy that, you know, we don't know nothing about, but we don't know anything about him. Right. Um, he's never coached before. Um, he's never been a coordinator before. Well, special yeah. teams coordinator. I was going to say special teams. Yeah. Special teams. We got to remember that. I, I, like, I agree with you. I don't want to poo-poo him too much. I don't want to poo-poo you know, him. We, yeah. we, we really don't know much about him. He's one of those hires where it's like, uh, and for those that don't know, Joe Judge. That's who yeah. we're talking about for the New York Giants. He just uh, got the head coaching position. We just don't know we much don't about him. Have a clue. Uh, the, I did a little bit of research on him before we went live, and the, the one thing that I can say is, yes, he was a special teams coach. A lot of people are pointing out, they're like, oh, well, he was the wide receivers coach, too, and the wide receivers were garbage this year for the Patriots well this was the first year he was the wide receivers <laughs> coach so I'm not going to sit here and say or you know like throw shade at him because it was, it was the first year he yeah. did it you know he yeah. did, but he knows special teams yeah he knows special teams um other than that uh, we do know he's a Belichick man yeah he, he's been underneath Belichick for years uh, also fun fact for people that maybe haven't looked deep enough into Joe Judge uh, he is also from Nick Saban's 
coaching tree. Ah. Uh, also uh, was mentored by Nick Saban. Yeah. Well, uh, so. yeah, I will say this. Um, I heard someone saying that one good thing about being a special teams coach is that, mm-hmm. you know, he interacts with offensive and defensive players to right. get everybody to come together to do one thing that mm-hmm. nobody really wants to do, which right. is play special teams. Yeah. So, you know, I heard he's got some people skills, and uh, I heard he's a, you know, yeah. gatherer of men, you know. Um, but I guess I guess that's left to see. That's one of the things, too, that uh, I think people need to take into consideration as well as him taking over the head, co- head coaching position. That doesn't mean he's taking over play calling. Right. Uh, right. You know, he's going to obviously be able to delegate to his offensive coordinator, his defensive coordinator. So he doesn't necessarily have to be the guy that's all over the X's and yeah. O's on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Now, he True. probably will keep ties with special teams. Hey, if you're a special team specialist, that's great. That's, Go if ahead. you specialize in one skill, that's always good to people, have. People forget <laughs> special teams is a third of the game. It know? is. It's a third of the game. So if he can come in there and have great special teams work, uh, you know, whether it's blocking punts, getting those yeah. field goals, having successful punts, pinning teams deep, uh, then that's great for him. That stuff I, matters. The, the only problem, and and I, I'm glad that you said that because I didn't know that if there's something going around saying he's got good people skills, that was one of the knocks on Jason Garrett was, yeah. you know, he was just Coach Clap. He couldn't really light a fire <laughs> under his yeah. players. Uh, that's yet to be seen. Yeah, That's yet to be seen with uh, Coach Judge, if he can light a fire underneath his players. But if he can, I mean, that's a, then it's going to be a good hire. Uh, I the only problem is he like he doesn't have that head coaching experience. And yeah. here's here's the thing too. Uh, there was rumors that Matt Rule was the one that really was on the top board for the Giants as who they really yeah. wanted as their head coach. Obviously, he's in Carolina. Carolina locked him up as quick as they could. Yeah. Um, but the Judge thing, as many hot to me better prospects there were at the head coaching position, I'm surprised that they really went with Judge because McDaniels yeah. is out there. Bienemy is out there, offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. You know, Greg Roman is expected to be interviewed mm. for some head coaching positions. So for them to go this route with a name that's not really been talked about, um, I, don't, I don't know if a lot of analysts that I've heard say they think it was rushed in a panic mode. Yeah. And I, I can agree with that to an extent. I didn't really see them doing this. Apparently, Judge was in was interviewing for the Mississippi State head coaching position. Okay. That's his alma mater. He played at Mississippi State. Okay. And that's not even a top-tier SEC school no. right now. Well, not right now. Not yeah. right now. They were when Dak Prescott was there. People yeah. forget at one time they were number one in the nation. Yeah. But as of right now... Uh, that was that's not really a premier school uh, to go coach at. Now it is the SEC. Yeah. Uh, so for for this, the judge hiring to me, there's just a huge question mark, and I don't think we're in the the right to be questioning it right now until he actually gets into the season. Yeah. Uh, but we can sit here and say I I don't know we about don't know. it. I don't <laughs> know about it. Um, but I do feel like it was. I think it was kind of a reach. I think it was a reach, and I also want to throw this out there, too. I think it also went along with the the trend of the young coach. Yes. Because I think he's, what, 38? He's only 39. 38, 39, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's a trend. And, you know, it, after it, uh, what's his uh, name, uh, 
McVeigh, yeah, in, uh, in uh, LA. McVeigh in LA, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you got the young guy in uh, Green Bay, Lafleur. Yeah, you got Lafleur and Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan is which having is, some success. Yeah, and what people people don't forget now who Kyle's father is. Right. I mean, he's Super right. Bowl champion and Mike, so he's he's been basically groomed yeah. for this position in San Francisco. I, the only problem that I have with this hiring would be the fact that it is. You know, a Belichick guy and a guy underneath Nick Saban. Yeah. And they don't always have success underneath that coaching tree. Whereas a lot of people were saying, you know, people that have come underneath, and and we can see it, you know, Doug Peterson's one of them, underneath the Andy Reid tree. Yeah. They go out there and they have some great success. Ron Rivera's underneath the Andy Reid tree. Okay. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. Is it uh, the Giants? You filled it? Yeah, but uh, you, to me, you're looking like where you've been the past three or four years, where you yeah. just bring in the guy, and he's only going to last for two years. And I'm, yeah. and I hope he doesn't. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I never want to call for a man's job yeah. unless it's just blatant that he needs to go. Um, but I feel like it's kind of a dead man walking already, yeah. and the, his season hasn't even begun. He's got some off-season work to do. Yeah. He has to hire coordinators if he wants them. Uh, another note. Uh, I know Cowboys fans out there, your your eyebrows are raised up too because yeah. because uh, Garrett was asked by the Giants. The Giants approached Jerry Jones and said, "Can we interview Jason Garrett for our offensive coordinator position?" Mm. So I know now Dallas fans are like, what? "Wait a minute, <laughs> Co- Coach Clap getting ready to stay yeah. in the NFC East yeah. as a coordinator." I, I don't know. I don't know what the Giants are doing. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, I kind of like that they don't know yeah, what they're doing. Me and you. Me too. Me and you. We're, we're both NFC East guys. I know Kevin has had some ties throughout the years as a Cowboys fan with the NFC East. A lot of people, NFC East fans, you're just looking at what the Giants are doing right now, and you're just... Yeah. Just like Coach Clapp. Yeah. They're, they're pulling a Coach Clapp right now. They're like, yeah. thank you, Dave Gettleman and the Giants, for not knowing what you're doing. But now, now, let me touch on Coach Clapp for yeah. a second, too. Um. Which is something I like to point out to Cowboy fans. Right. You know the reason he gets to clap so much? <laughs> he doesn't have a play sheet. No, he doesn't. He, he doesn't, doesn't have a play sheet. So why are the Giants coming to you about being an offensive coordinator? Like, you don't even have a play sheet on the sideline. How much input was you really even given on the plays in Dallas? Uh, well, early in this season for Dallas, they let Kellen Moore yeah. kind of call some plays. And then the, the rumor or the speculation was, that Coach Clapp, a.k.a. Jason Garrett, took back over the play calling. Uh, a lot of people were upset about that, which I understand. Um, here's the problem, though. <laughs> His play calling really wasn't that great. No. He, they, he never established what a lot of people were talking about, an identity yeah. for the offense for Dallas. You know, they we know how great Ezekiel Elliott is, but he might get hot. They'll take the ball out yeah. of his hands and let oh Dak gosh. Prescott throw it. Yeah, which, and he's essentially going if Jason Garrett takes the offensive coordinator position with the Giants to a similar offense. Yeah, with in, Saquon in Dallas yeah. or in New York with a stud running back in yeah. Saquon and a question mark around the quarterback in Daniel Jones. Dak Prescott obviously is more proven than Daniel Jones, yeah. but even Daniel Jones, you're, you're going to have, a, or even Dak Prescott has has question marks about yeah, him and absolutely. limitations, and Daniel Jones is going to have that. So. If they can't establish who they really want to be on the offensive side of the ball, it's like he's basically going to have, if not the same success or less, 
because of the talent in New yeah. York than he had in Dallas. Yeah, I, I, me personally, I think yeah. the Giants issues more defensively anyway. Yes. Um, they've got solid receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Sterling Sharp. I've had him on my fantasy several years. Shepard. Yes, yeah, Sterling, Sterling Shepard. Yes, yeah. Excuse me. Um, he's solid at times if, as yeah. long as he's not getting concussions. Right. Um, so I think they're, you know, yeah. I think they're probably on the defensive side of the ball, so I don't know how much Garrett would help yeah. with that anyway. So we're going to continue to stick with the NFC East because that's been the conference so far in the NFL that's had oh, the most the openings, movement. the most yeah. movement and coaching staff. Because um, we we've been a bad conference too. Yeah, yeah, there's no, yeah, we've, it's been bad, uh, as you can tell, getting in at nine and seven and eight and eight some years, yeah. it just doesn't cut it. The thing that I want to move to now is, and uh, I'll, we'll just move from New York to Washington. Yeah. We'll, we'll move to my team. I'm representing Washington today. For those of you that can't see, no, this is not a Clinton Portis <laughs> jersey. Uh, this is an Adrian Peterson jersey. I didn't know how rare this would become. I thought he would be gone after a yeah. year. But, hey, we'll keep the Hall of Famer Absolutely. around for a little bit longer. Absolutely. That's perfectly fine with me. So Washington went out, and they – Hired Ron Rivera, mm-hmm. which, as a Redskins fan, I'll speak on it. I'm I'm very happy about the hire. Thanks a good pick. I uh, I thought he was unjustly fired in Carolina. Yeah, I feel like Carolina has a lot more problems lying underneath Coach Rivera. Absolutely, I think that their defense was um, really subpar to what they have been in past yeah. few years. Offensively, they had no idea what they want to do at the quarterback position. So. I can't lay all of that on Ron Rivera. Uh, I know he has a lot to do with it, but he's coming to a team now where he doesn't have to necessarily be the head honcho in charge on the defensive side of the ball because where they had a lot of success in Carolina uh, was when they had Jack Del Rio one year. Mm -hmm. They had Sean McDermott as a defensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to fall completely on Ron Rivera's lap to focus on the defense, which yeah. I'm fine with. You know, most head coaches, they're there to, to build morale, keep the guys focused, and deal with everything else, and delegate. That's usually how yeah. head coaches win, yeah. is they delegate. And uh, and I really liked the defensive coordinator hire of Del Rio mm-hmm. uh, to Washington, changing us from a 3-4 to a 4-3, which to me screams. It screams if Chase Young is not taking it one, which it looks like he won't be that he's right there for the picking for Washington uh, to take it that. at two. And I know you're upset about I it because <laughs> you saw what Clowney and them boys did to yeah. you in Seattle. To me, I think he's he's got a better motor than Jadavian Clowney yeah. does. Um, Washington right now, we still need a general manager. We've addressed we're not doing anything with that until after the draft. Okay. So after the draft, we'll have a general manager in place. So it looks like the draft is really going to be – Rivera's, yeah. Rivera's going to go in there and pull in the guys that he really wants. Um, That's the best case scenario for a new coach. I agree. Yeah. If we don't go Chase Young, which is crazy to me, as talented as he is on the defensive side of the ball, but we still want to go defensive, we are trying so hard to move off of Josh Norman. We'll do anything. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a liability on the corner. If it's I, if we don't go defensive end and chase Young, I would like for us to go the cornerback from Ohio State as well, Okuda. Yeah, I think Okuda right now is the highest graded cornerback since Jalen Ramsey came out. Oh wow! And Jalen Ramsey, we know he can be a real stud. Yes, um, he's physical. Denzel Ward had a lot of uh, he had a lot of success coming out of Ohio State for mm-hmm. Cleveland. 
They say he's a lot fit, more physical than Denzel Ward. Okay. Um, huh. So, true or false? True. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Panthers have not won a playoff game since getting rid of Josh Norman. I think that is true. Yes. I think it is true. Mm. Panthers, Interesting. They haven't won a playoff game since they, they won the NFC Championship four years ago. Right. The Super Bowl. No, I mean when they, they had yeah. won yeah. a game. Yeah, since the NFC, since the NFC yeah. championship. Yeah. Right. It's been four years. But I'm okay <coughs> with moving off of Norman. I, like Norm. I, I liked Josh Norman when we picked him up. He had a few good years where yeah. he was trying to prove himself that he deserved the money that he's gotten. But yeah. as of right now, everywhere he goes, he just gets burnt. He just right. gets burnt. He doesn't have the speed yeah. that it looks like. Maybe the D line needs to put more pressure. Which is what would happen with Chase. <laughs> well, yeah. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what would him on um, one side, Montez Sweat on the other. Listen, it, Ron Rivera, no matter what he did, it seems like stay home or go. Yeah. He's got quarterback decisions to make. He does have a quarterback decision yeah. to make as well. To me, Haskins truly didn't get enough reps last year for me to, to throw to make an opinion. To make an opinion yeah. on me. I saw he had flashes as he got later into the season and he got more reps under yeah. him and the and the offensive playbook started to open up for him because when he first started to play, Bill Callahan was like, Man, I'm gonna hand the ball off forty yeah. times a game. I don't <laughs> I don't need you throwing the ball. I got Adrian Peterson, yeah. Darius Geis back and Chris Thompson. Like I don't need you to throw the ball. Yeah. I, I'm gonna baby you. To the extent to where all you're going to do is hand off the ball. Then play calling started to go to Kevin O'Connell, who we've moved off of right now. And uh, the plays started to come out. We got Terry McLaurin uh, and Dwayne Haskins linking up a little bit more, Mm -hmm. led to some touchdowns. And now we're bringing in Scott Turner. He has connections to North Turner. To me, I'm like, is it his son? Yeah. I haven't done enough. He got the last yeah. name Turner. He's I know that's crazy close for me. To not, somewhere. He's close, yeah. But I know they're connected to him. He was at Carolina. Yeah. They connected him to North Turner. So I'm like, well, it's got to be yeah. related to him. I just haven't read enough into it because it happened literally yesterday. So I, I just yep, like, okay. That's his, okay, so North Turner is his father. Here's the, If he can believe in Haskins... And give him the tool, you know. Give him a chance to is succeed. North coming with you? No, North's okay. not coming. It's okay. just Scott. But if he gives him a chance and is like, okay, we're gonna give, actually let you go out there, mm-hmm. have a full off season's work with first team reps. We're gonna th- let you actually be the starting quarterback, and not be like, all right, scout team, scout team for the first nine yeah. games, you know? Yeah. Because like, that doesn't. That doesn't improve upon him. No. That at le- that really hinders his growth. So if we can do that, then this next season we'll be able to see if he's the guy. Because yeah. if not, there's Justin Fields coming out the next year. There's Trevor Lawrence coming yeah. out the next year. There'll be quarterbacks coming out the next year. And if not, we can go out and sign like we did with Alex Smith. We can sign a veteran that's going to be let go somewhere. Yeah. All I know is they got to give Dwayne Haskins a shot more than what they did this year. I know people will look at him and say, oh, well, he's not – He's not a franchise quarterback. I'm like, well, how do you know? We don't know. Yet. We don't yeah. know. You're you're seeing a guy that really well, only played one I would, year. I would say you know because he's an Ohio State quarterback. No. He's not a good quarterback. <laughs> you know, I'll save that for uh, my Tom Cenafani Saturday. Uh, yeah, and see, and one. I don't I don't fall into that category because of where they played it at, at college ball. At anybody can really be a quarterback if you understand and are taught 
and, you know, actually groomed to play the quarterback mm-hmm. position at the next level. If you can understand coverages, then it's a great. That's the main thing. You know, honestly, you yeah. get ready to see how these quarterbacks or these defensive coordinators are going to be disguising things. So if that's great, then you can really succeed. That's, yeah. that's the thing. You just got to have a guy that believes in it, yeah. not like how Arizona did Josh Rosen. They played him for one season, and they saw what they had, and they saw Kyler Murray was coming out, and they're like, eh. Yeah, I mean, we were, we were never fully committed to you for even a whole another year because he never even had a full season to start the nah. year before. So I, I don't know. It's one of those things where quarterback can be so picky, but you have to at least give him a year to see mm-hmm. what he's got. Um, so that's that's my thought on how Washington is. Uh, I know Jeff Schwartz, defensive coordinator for the Eagles, right now is scheduled to interview. With the Cleveland Browns coming up this yeah, week. I've seen that. And, and this is where I want to say this. Uh, and Mike McCarthy right now is the head coach. He's been fully, you know, he's guaranteed now, signed to paper, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. The question I want to ask you, Jawan, <laughs> if Jeff Schwartz leaves as a defensive coordinator for the Eagles, who right now has got the best, best coaching staff, the whole staff mm. in the NFC East? I'm not talking about the talent on the yeah. team because, as people want to say right now, last year's Cowboys, even though I don't, I don't buy into it, they were too talented. It was the coaching. So let's not talk about the talent on the roster. If it's completely yeah. on coaching, who's got the best coaching right yeah. now? Well, um, and I'll and I'll be fine if you lead lean Doug Peterson. I'll I'll be fine with it. Well, the the coordinators matter, man. Um, yeah. Not. The, excuse me. Um. A couple years ago, we had um, what's the Colts' coach name? Uh, right, Frank Wright. Frank Wright. Yes, he was our offensive coordinator coach yes. two years ago. He um, was the one that helped you win the Super Bowl. Yes, mm-hmm. and when we lost him, and Doug Peterson went back to call him plays, there was a difference. Yes. Um. So you know, coaching staff is very important. Right. Um. If we lose Swartz, I like Swartz. I, I think he dials up good blitzes when we need them. Um. Mm-hmm. Good coverages when we need them. Uh, I just don't think we got the right cornerbacks to play. Our, our secondary is horrible. Right. Um, so if we lose, if we lose Swartz, I, I probably have to lean on your side. Um, I got two head coach, former head coaches, as you know, on the coaching staff right now. Yeah. Uh, we don't know who else McCarthy's bringing in yet. Have, have y'all two been able to hear each other? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've been able to hear you. Okay. Because this button right here, talk, say, ah. Uh, uh, hey, okay. hey, 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 hey. Yeah, right. yeah. I can't hear you. You can't hear me now? No. I've been trying to figure That's why I switched headphones <laughs> three times, thinking my headphones are like, why would my headphones <laughs> hear Hunter, but not Jewel? Well, no, I mean, I was hearing Juwan perfect, like just beautiful audio, and yeah. then I couldn't hear you that's at all. It was because right this way. little bitty light button uh, wasn't on. This is like last night. Everybody you guys, else has been able to hear us, though. Yeah, right? yeah oh, they've okay. been Say. Everyone else can hear is fine. It's just yeah, me yeah, sitting here with my yeah, headphones yeah, yeah, plugged yeah. in this hole. Like right. I plug it in, not hear nothing. Like this don't make no sense. This Everybody wants sense. to hear my Barry White voice anyway. Mm, okay, is yeah, is yeah. that what that is? Absolutely. <laughs> Thought you were just constipated. No, I so so, so as of right now, Juwan, I mean, and I and I'm not trying to sit here and toot my own horn, but does Washington have the best coaching staff right now? I, I mean, I I would I guess I would have to say that right now because again, um, like I'm saying, I'm not talking roster. Now talent. if we keep Swartz, I think we still got it. Okay, that's fine. You know, um, but you, you know, we can't handcuff him and tell him, "Hey, man, we McCarthy's don't want you to go." McCarthy's got to be better than Rivera, don't he? 
He's got, I mean, he's I got the ring. That yeah, he's doesn't. Got he's got the ring. He's got one ring. One ring. We got one ring too. I know. That's y'all had him ranked first. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I like Peterson a lot, though. I think he's still the best coach in the NFC. Mike Just McCarthy. him. You, you We're going head coaches. Him alone. Him alone. He, Doug he, Peterson. You saw the Cowboys got for special teams, didn't you? I did not. John Fossil. Ah, from Los Angeles, the Rams. So here's all right. So. Rumors about Cleveland. I, th- I guess we can go ahead and say that the Giants are last, though, in the NFC. Yeah, absolutely. As of yeah, right I mean, now, yeah. the Giants are last. Well, yeah. we, we, we've got one fan, Paul Nas- Nasanov, said Giants, yeah. baby. So, yeah. uh, Paul, I know Paul. I used to work with Paul. I know you're like, <laughs> hey, Paul, how you doing? Well, <laughs> I'll give you a shout-out. Hey, Paul. He's uh, he's saying go Giants. He, doesn't yeah, he, is, he is from New York. He doesn't okay. like your Clinton Portis jersey. I know he doesn't. This is not a Clinton Portis jersey anyway. <laughs> it is all day, baby. It's AP. When you're over 30 years old, that's a Clinton Portis jersey. Well, I'm not over 30, am see, I? I know. That's why I said three. See, Boom. Sheriff going to get Sheriff gonna get you. Oh, the Sheriff. You remember any of uh, them? Now, listen, I liked, there was, I liked Clinton Portis. Wasn't there, Sher- wasn't there the ref hanky-panky or something like that? Like they had the through the flags. You don't remember all the all the, uh-uh. the names from Clinton Portis? You remember oh, any of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he dressed up like Emily. He used yeah. to wear, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was a Sheriff, and that was one of them was the referee, and then he, he dressed up as... Yeah, uh, all kinds of things, man. Yeah, I was just wondering if you, if you remembered. Uh, He's a funny guy. Yeah, see, but that's what I think. But um, anyway, over to Cleveland. Uh, rumor, yeah. Had, you know, we named all these people. We was talking about all the people rumor. that they did, yeah, or, or are going to interview. Um, well, I can tell you who they already have talked to. Uh, as of right now, the ones that they have already talked to: Greg Roman, offensive coordinator for Baltimore; uh, Robert Salah, Saleh, however you say, defensive mm-hmm. coordinator for the Forty ers <laughs> Uh, and they have already talked to offensive coordinator uh, Biennemi for the Kansas City Chiefs. So that's everybody Cleveland has talked to so far, and it said uh, that they were in the midst of talking to Stefanski, offensive coordinator for Minnesota. So mm-hmm. I, that's who they've talked to so far because I saw the list, and it was like mm-hmm. ten names that they were going to talk to. You know what I did for you? Well, we'll get that in a little bit. I yeah. forgot to cut the ember. The end of the Kimba. I've got it down there. I sit on my desk. The Kimba interview from when we returned the other day. Um, so let's say, well, what I would like the best case scenario mm, if, for, for all these people is to get Josh McDaniels and then Wade Phillips as defensive he, yeah, coordinator. Yeah, he was let go from the Rams as defensive coordinator. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having Wade Phillips. I thought about that the other day. I wouldn't mind having Wade Phillips uh, for the Eagles if we lose Schwartz. Anytime he's the D coordinator, the team is good. Like, yeah, like almost every time. Yeah, so, um, I like Wade Phillips. I, I I would I would be very happy uh, as a uh, pulling for Cleveland as far as fixing the defense is that mm-hmm. that you would know that they're not going to do anything stupid out there. You know, you yeah. can beat any defense. Every well, defense I, I gives think, them points. But. I think Cleveland's problem is the coach. Well, um, well they name the you got to think they name the um, quarterback the, the coach. quarterbacks coach who's never coached before. So if you're on defense. You know that's just Baker's buddy, really. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so like, if you're on defense, what slash respect or, or are you giving to the, his to his creed right. or, or what he's saying and everything? You know, you know, these are grown men. You're supposed to do your job no matter what. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it, like the like the guys in Carolina. So, yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about the Panthers and, and what's happening here. Mm-hmm. So, Hunter, they give him a seven year deal. Matt Rule never touched an in NFL nope. game in his life. Nope. Seven yeah, but, years, sixty some million dollars. Um, here's you know, even the NFL coaches yeah. that have super. What McCarthy get? McCarthy, I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I didn't well, even. I don't think they said how much. 
I don't see how yeah. many. I don't see how yeah, he's long won a Super Bowl. He, he has won a Super he Bowl. He didn't get seven years, sixty something million. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm not mistaken. Rule, Rivera might have only gotten a five year deal. Rule hadn't won a um, mm. a Big Twelve championship. This so, is this so is what Matt Rule hard to win a Big so, Twelve championship. So though. there's two ways to look at this with the seven year deal, because you have to look at it as far as Cam. Does that mean? And and the words I keep looking for, looking mm-hmm. at Hunter is. Tepper keeps saying the word program building. Uh, yes. Program building, program building. Mm-hmm. says it over and over and over. Just listen to it. Does that not mm-hmm. mean no more Cam because you got seven years and he's a program builder? Is, is, is this guy willing to, to risk his NFL career as a coach on Cam's health? Now, the point where we didn't, when they, when they cut Cam for the season, or not cut him off for the season, but just put him on IR, I thought that gave them a chance to let to, let them say, hey, Cam, time's over. You've been great. Because if you bring him back out there and he plays bad, that loses all trade value. That mm-hmm. makes it looks bad yeah. for Cam. Right. Uh, it looks bad for a lot of people. So I, I thought at that point that, hey, this is a good chance for Cam to look the best he can because he can come up to other teams but hey, I'm healthy, I'm ready to play. But I, I just – when all these when these GMs and coaches and owners, the new guys make the decisions mm-hmm. – this new owner didn't draft right. Cam. Marty nope. Herney didn't draft Cam. Yeah. He wasn't a Gettleman. And, 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 then, and, and then so the new coach, none of them are actually connected to Cam yeah. or, or any or all of them were willing to put their jobs on the line to hope that he's healthy and hope that he can be this, good. This is just what I want to say about Matt Rule. If you haven't done any, you know, looking into who he was in, mm-hmm. in the college game, Matt Rule – for those of you that don't know, at one time he was a, he was a part of the coaching staff with the Giants, but he was like a not an assist he was an assistant to a coordinator. Uh, so he was a part of the Giants. That's one of the reasons why the Giants wanted to bring him back so bad, as he had already had ties with the Giants. But I'll say this about Matt Rule: I did a little bit of research on him. On his college, he was at two universities where he coached, and in his second year of taking over that university, he. He basically doubled or tripled their win count mm-hmm. tremendously. At Temple, his first year, again, these are guys that he had not gotten to recruit yet. They were two and ten. Year after that, they were six and six. Temple then went ten and four and ten and three. So he's shown that he can build that team. Then he goes to Baylor. The year first year he got there, he was one and eleven. Mm-hmm. That's obviously an awful year. But his first year he was there, and that's coming after, after you know the, the scandals. And yeah. the, absolutely, <clears throat> the you know the sexual assault stuff that they were going on for the whole team. The next year he went seven and six, and then this past year I know they lost in the bowl game to Georgia. Go dogs! Uh, <laughs> he went eleven and three, so that has shown he can spot talent. Yeah. But the difference between college and professional is you're not recruiting these players. Yeah. You don't just go out there and recruit some of the best players in the state of you know Texas, in the state of Massachusetts, uh, wherever he was in college ball. You got to draft them. Okay. Yeah. And you got to be able to sign them to free agency, and you got to be able to work with what you got. At the we've, same time. And, and so we've seen so far in his first year, they're working with other people's, you know, players. I know it's college, but he didn't have great success. Yeah. Now I'm not going to sit here and say he won't be able to have success. And the seven years kind of shows that you know Tepper's like, look, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Yeah. So that's the way team. I was going to think about that, it too. Well, that's what I'm asking. Is this? Sorry, is this? Do you have one to two years of 
try and cam out. See, that's mm-hmm. why I was or, with it. Yeah. yeah. Or, or is it because if you do that, yeah, then he's wasting one to two years. But just think you got five years left. Maybe, maybe. But what if they don't? What if they don't do well after two years? We'll see. And what, then the coaches and then mm-hmm. Tepper sitting there going, well. Now we still got to start over. We didn't make the playoffs the last two years. We're still in the, our defense. Let's say our defense don't improve. You got to think about it. Keekly's getting older. Yeah. So you've got to replace Keekly. So at, at that point, well, when he keeps saying team building or, or team building and program building, I keep thinking old people out, new people in. And yeah. You, that's why you have seven years because Gruden came in the first year. You let all the veterans play out their contract, see what you got. See who you want to keep on the cheap, and then everyone else is gone. Khalil, yeah. Mac, this yeah. guy, that guy. He just got Cooper. Yeah. Everybody's out. And t- because think about for the money, for the money wise for the Panthers. So what would be best? Keeping Cam, signing him to a new deal for twenty five million dollars a year, or trade Cam for draft picks. You're already sitting in the seven spot. Mm-hmm. Remember the words program builder. Now you've got more draft picks. Then you can draft his backup, or you don't even have to draft his backup. What if you let Kyle Allen play this year to see what you got? I don't then, think that's a good idea. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> then what's next year, though, Juan? Trevor Lawrence is out next year. Yeah. All those guys coming out next year. That's what I'm saying. It, it doesn't. It, he's got seven years, so it isn't about this year. Kyle Allen, I can pull up the stats. Had the same or better year than Cam Newton did his his rookie year. Now, everybody yeah. keeps saying Kyle's not the answer. He's a rookie. So Dwayne didn't have enough time, mm-hmm. but we know Kyle Allen is. Kyle Allen won, has won just as many games as Cam has his rookie year, and in less games. So, yeah. You know, remember, the but, Panthers' defense was ranked what this year? Well, I don't know. Thirty first. Really? There's only thirty-two teams. Juan. When they do the math on that, <laughs> that's math. next to last. Yeah. How many quarterbacks have a winning record with thirty with thirty-one? To so give you an idea about Cam, in eight years of quarterbacking, he only had three winning seasons. Okay. All three of those, the defense was ranked in the top ten. So Kyle Allen with a thirty-first ranked defense this year went five and seven. Cam Newton never had a winning record with a with a defense not in the top ten. Yeah. Now, well, so what I'm saying is, if you trade Cam, now you got two two or three draft picks to add to your team in defense. One can replace Keekley. One can replace whoever. Add a wide receiver, whatever you need. Then not only do you have that, hey, guess what? Now you got twenty-five million dollars you can spend on. Other players, so you got two to three more draft picks and twenty-five yeah. million dollars. So you could say, "Hey, we're going to try Kyle Allen again with six new players, plus Kyle yeah. Allen, or Cam and the Funky Bunch again." Well, okay, all right. <clears throat> Let me go all the way back. So I think, I think with seven years, you can do both. I think you can try Cam out again, see if it work, don't work, and then you got five more years to start all over, you know. And then on the other end, as far as, you know, having, you know, let's say you trade Cam and all of that, the Panthers ain't never really did a great job of bringing in, like, brick, big-name free agents. Let's you know, Cam they, they, they'll get some defensive linemen, right. but the Panthers mm-hmm. don't like to spend a lot of money right. on free agents let's say at he, all. Let's say he, they bring him in, that he does good after one year. Do you think he's still got six more? Eating well, him healthy. I also remember, you got to remember, this is your job. This ain't about like let's say Juwan Wilson's the coach. Well, let me say this: you're first. putting you're, you're not you, you can't your feelings can't have nothing to do with Cam and the Panthers fans. Okay, your feelings are my job. If I put Cam out there and we have two losing seasons in a row, guess who's getting fired? Okay, well let me say this: 
Do you know how much money the Panthers will make off number one jerseys if Cam has one good year? They've already sold <laughs> all the Cam Newton jerseys they'll ever sell. <laughs> I'm just saying, saying who, who, else, who else is buying a new Cam Newton? I want to say again, uh, thank you, Tyler. <laughs> uh, we we see your we see who's your buy, comments who's on buying Facebook. The, who's buying the new Cam Newton? Give Cam one year to prove it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thank I, you, buddy. I, I, I think he's deserved. I mean, look, man, you don't just find players like it's, Cam Newton listen, all the time. New coach. It's new. Coach. I, yeah, it's I understand not, that. This isn't Ron Rivera. This isn't Rivera's. Right. Decision. If it's Rivera's decision, I say we'll maybe give him a chance. I don't know. But this is new coach. Do you want this new coach in his first season and first first chance in the NFL, does he want to tie it to the old GM, the old owner, the old quarterback, who, who was four years ago a, good, a decent quarterback, not yeah, the last two or three? You, you're not guaranteed to get a decent quarterback for the next two years anyway. Right. You so you might as well. You could draft one. Yeah. You could sign one. Two, you could draft Justin Herbert. You could, you could draft a quarterback, but I don't think he's going to play. Come in and play better than Kyle Allen did. Was that the expectation in the first year? No. Well, I want all you to, I'm saying is I want you the to ultimate expectation something. is where do you want to be in four now, years? Now, hold on. I want That's you to. But I want to say this though about you. You think drafting a quarterback won't come in and play better than Kyle Allen? Let's not forget Kyle Allen was an undrafted. Free agent, okay? I'm not, I'm so not they, they brought I'm not him in, and you have the seventh pick in the NFL draft this year. So far, Tua is said to be at six and seven, and Justin Herbert is said to be at six and seven. Those two quarterbacks alone, I think if you have the opportunity to draft them, if you're done with Kyle Allen and you're definitely done with Cam Newton, I'd go for it. Yeah, now. Because then you keep him on a rookie contract. And the reason why I'm mentioning this as well, do you know whose contract's going to be coming up here in the next two years or so? The guy that just won a thousand, a thousand. Right, Christian oh, So he's gonna need some money. I just said, okay, and I just where's that, <laughs> he's 20, probably gonna, where's that twenty-five he's million gonna a year? Want more he's gonna than, break the bank. He's gonna okay. want more so than Zeke. I just said six players. Yeah, yes. six players is worth maybe Cam being as good as he once was four years ago. New coach. Let's say if he does go with Cam and mm-hmm. it doesn't work out. That means he started over for one or two years, and then he has to get another quarterback, start another again. Well, like, you know, like so he said, then you're like, so if you're if you're a new guy, do you want to take the chance that you're going to have to take two chances on just two well, different quarterbacks? Like he said, you know, you take quarterback this year in the draft, sitting behind Cam, well, see me, what Cam's going to do. He's only had in two years. He's only then had, you can start all over with all right, the guy that you drafted. Best case scenario, Cam has only had three winning seasons in eight years. So best case scenario, you get one winning season every two to three years. He went to a Super Bowl and had an MVP season. Rex Grossman went to a Super Bowl. The Panthers have never had an MVP player before. MVP is a voting thing. How do you win MVP, Juan? Yeah, you vote on it. Did, right. Oh, oh, okay, right. we're going to get way off on that. Do you think that he deserved to be the MVP that year? No. You don't? No. I think he did. Well, that's okay. Some could argue. Okay, Exactly. Some people voted for him. Right. Some, Some people, people didn't. didn't. But the the fact that I'm making is, rarely do you get to have those type of talents on your team. Brian Seip won the 1980 MVP. You've never heard of him. I've never heard of him, no. A kicker won the MVP for the Washington Redskins. Brian Seip, did Brian Seip? A kicker won the MVP for the Washington Redskins one time. Seip got any Super Bowls or been to one? No. What does that guy do anything? Cam led the team to a Super Bowl. That's so what I'm did, saying. So, so did Rex Grossman. Rex, Rex Grossman didn't lead the team to Rex a Super Bowl. Grossman, Rex Grossman Trent got on the plane the and rode with the Bears Rose, to the Brad Super Bowl. Well, we can make the same argument for Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl. 
with the Absolutely. Broncos. Absolutely. Von Miller won the Super Bowl. Exactly. You're making the same exact <laughs> thing that you're saying for Rex yeah. Grossman. And Rex Grossman's got more interceptions than touchdowns in his career. Yeah. But what I want to say as well, though, you know who else has won an MVP? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's won an MVP. Yeah. So is Cam. I mean, what does the MVP really mean? Lamar Jackson's about to win the MVP. Well, I'm not this saying year, more about the MVP, just more. I, well, I get what you're saying about the MVP part. Just more of the fact that he led a team to the Super Bowl with him no. being a main cog that he got the team to that the Super Bowl. That defense led him to the Super Bowl. We can make the ah. argument that, that that defense led him to the Super Bowl. But this is what I want to say, though, as well, you know, about this, this predicament that Carolina is in. So you want to give Cam Newton another year. Technically, his contract doesn't run out till next year anyways. That's right. fine. You just got to bite the bullet and pay him the $25 million that he's going to be owed, 22 to $25 million that he's going to be owed. Go ahead. Bite the bullet. If he, ha- if he struggles, then I would say, okay, draft the quarterback this year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be in the first round. Jacob Eason's going to be a good quarterback coming out in this, this coming draft. I'm not going to say he's going to be special, but he could go in the second round. Yeah, Just draft a quarterback because if you don't think it's Will Greer, that's okay. Move off of him. That's fine. Cut your losses. Pay yeah. him what you can. Yeah. Now, cut, he's still yeah. on a rookie deal. Cam. Kyle Allen's still on a rookie deal. If you don't like him, cut off of Listen, him. I've heard people smart. say technically you should draft a quarterback whether it's fifth or sixth round every year. Yeah. Just I to like see. that. I like that. So smartest move GM owner-wise would be what I said to trade him. Well, you'll get picks for him get, easily. Yeah, you'll get picks for okay. him. Okay, think about this. Kyle Allen can win 5 out of 12 games. Mm-hmm. If he plays 16, they win 7. That's not a bad year. Okay? Now, so if let's say he wins 7 games, you still got new draft picks, $25 million, all this stuff to build around him. Hey, and guess what? If he don't like Kyle Allen and he only wins 3 games, guess what? You got another high draft pick. Yeah. Then you can pick... Trade up for Trevor Lawrence or whatever you want to. Yeah. There's so yeah. many options, and you're going to make your team better by adding five or six players than you are paying one guy the extra minute. Now, here's his MVP season, John. Here's how many quarterbacks had better, more yards, and completion percentage. This ain't how many. But, but see, but <laughs> see on, we're no, gonna, no because I'm going to tell you why. Because you're going to give all these passing numbers, right. and you're not going to give any numbers about Cam Newton's rushing yards right. or Cam we Newton's ta- rushing right. touchdowns. I thought we were right. talking about a quarterback, not right. a running back. Right. And That's matter, about. we're talking about how many today's have, quarterback. Right. And, they run the ball. And none of them have won a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. They ain't how many, so he, he runs the ball. How many – yeah, he threw the ball in the Super Bowl. They win it. He didn't run. He wouldn't leave the team. He's run, if somebody else runs run the ball, they win the Super first. Bowl. <laughs> he's run second, pass first. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, but the fact that he's mobile okay. is why he's as good as he is. All right. Congratulations, Cam. You you can run a quarterback sneak. Let's pat him on the back. And score touchdowns doing it. I have looked. So Tom I've, Brady. I've looked at the stats. It's different. And y'all no, know what it is. No. I've looked at the <laughs> one yard. I've looked at the stats. The same everywhere. Cam's average touchdown is about three yards a carry. Yeah. Michael Vicks was like seven and a half. Only 15% of Cam's touchdowns have been more than five See. yards. Hold on. Hold on. Let I'm me finish. <laughs> Only 15% of Cam's touchdowns have been more than five yards. Vicks, 75% of his were 10 yards or more. So what I'm saying is, you know it and I know it. Do we need to look up Jonathan Stewart's See, carries? Y'all make when me sound down, like I'm a Cam defender. No, I'm, saying, I'm not. No, I'm not. I, we're, we're not saying What that. I'm trying to say is that, to me, it is not impressive to me getting three-yard runs from a quarterback because that's hard. Tebow would have done the same thing in that offense. Do you know how many times those runs was on third downs and he extended drives? Do you? 
Don't ask me a question if you don't know. That. I know it's a lot. I don't <laughs> yeah. have the numbers right here in front of you me. Don't but know I know it's I know I watch the game. That's what you think. No, I watch the game. That's so what I you know. Think. So who Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford, see Alex Smith, <laughs> Sam Bradford, Jay Cutler, Eli Manning, Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. Derek Carr, Blake Bortles, and Jameis Winston. All had better passing seasons than Cam MVP. I didn't even name Juwan. Right. Rivers, Breeze, Brady, Roethlisberger, all right. the actual good quarterbacks. I named all the crappy ones. I mean, I, I understand, understand all of that. But there's, there's, there's more to look. I'm not no Cam Newton defender. The you MVP of that I, team I, is Josh Norman. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the MVP of that team was Josh Norman. The MVP of the first Panthers Super Bowl team was John Casey. Yeah. See, I, John Casey needs a tro- a statue. No, nah, John Casey, right he was the man. Like, yeah, he, he, yeah. So there, I mean, you know, but let's let's tie this back around, yeah, please, to the coach. Please get Kevin look, away from here. Let me tell you something. We 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 like to bash. Cam Newton, and it, we don't really call it bashing. Well, we just call I, it statistics. I, I said stats. Stats. I didn't say anything bad about him. These are I just stats. Didn't say anything good. Well, listen, that's your opinion. <laughs> I, I tell Tom that all the time. He, Kevin, Tom calls them what selective stats yeah. or whatever, and I just say I say the words people out loud. People bring up stats to prove their point. I say the words out loud, and but people infer. The numbers don't lie. And people infer what I you say. You can manipulate numbers. So I can go on the internet and say. Yachty has 140 double season and trout none. That's all you can type out. Mm-hmm. And you'll get 100 people saying, you think he's better than him. That's not what I said. That, would just, that is not that the words I said. I, said. I just made a stat. That's what you imply. No, it is not. Uh, See? That's it what can you be, think. But it, right. That's what an opinion is. It can be thought that's, about as listen. that's what you're thinking. That's an assumption. Okay. <laughs> you assumed it, though. And when you assumed it, you make an ass. And no, you and me. Yeah. I'm the one that stated the fact. You're the main one making the assumption. So, so if I say this, Juwan, you you're going to say I'm making an assumption. I'm going to state a fact. Okay, you ready for this? Jake Dale Home had a better winning percentage in Carolina than Cam Newton had. That may be true, but does that mean that Jake one, Dale Home was a better quarterback them, than Cam Newton? One of them. No, both of them lost in the Super Bowl. They did. Okay, one of them had fat people who've never played football vote on him to be the MVP because they just got excited about watching this guy jump in the end zone. Now, you don't go 15-1 and one without a decent quarterback. Right, you had, one, you had one good season. You don't go 15-1 and one with a great defense. Without a great defense, you mean? I mean, even with a great defense, you still don't go 15-1. and one. There's got to be more than just a great fif- defense to go 15-1. But you have to have a great defense to go 15-1. You can't go 15-1 with a bad defense. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. He did. Yeah. He did. <laughs> you can win yeah. a quarterback. You can yeah. win a Super Bowl with bad quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Again, that's what Denver did. Can't win a Super Bowl with a bad defense. It's impossible. Uh, we'll see. We'll it's, see what Kansas City does. In six and, years. And of, Kansas City wins. That, that, that's not true anymore. He's on the, Kansas City's got a top 10 defense. Oh, they team. do. They're okay. seventh in the league in okay. defense. All right. I'll just say, whoa, 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 whoa. That's Kansas my Super Bowl City. pick. Kansas City. Don't, mine too. Don't poo-poo them. That's mine too. City. But we're not City. picking them in the Super Bowl because of their defense. Well, they are now. 
We're picking I am now. I am. Because of Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and the weapons well, here's they the have. Thing. You, but you compliment. They had that same exact offense last year and mm-hmm. ran into the Patriots. And okay. a lot of people still had them picked to win the Super Bowl. I, I agree with that. Without the defense. I agree with that. But do you think they would have had a better shot last year against the Rams with that kind of offense? Because we saw that game. The Rams and Kansas City Chiefs had played earlier that season, and it was a shootout 50-something yeah, to 40-something. Yeah, yeah. But – and that was as how bad that Kansas City Chiefs defense was last year. If they would have played with the seventh best defense, like how the Patriots had a great defense last year with that offense, oh, it would have been they would if they would have played the Rams like that, it would have been absolute killing by the Chiefs yeah. because yeah. the Rams wouldn't have been able to score. Right, as we saw in the Super Bowl when they played New England with that stout defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just want you to think of it. it's like now because as of right now. The Kansas City Chiefs have a defense not quite the same, but we can say kind of the equivalent of the Patriots last year. Just instead of the Patriots offense they had last year, they got the same exact offense that the Chiefs had last year. So I'm just saying, that team now is probably the most dangerous team in the playoffs, not named maybe Baltimore. Yeah, Yeah. That's that's it. Yeah, I do agree with that. Because Baltimore yeah, is about the, is, is like the is right, last like Kansas. Last City thing now. on the the Cam in the year they made the Super Bowl. All right, here's a good comparison, Jordan, on why I think defense is the main reason they made and made it the Super Bowl. Cam, he won the MVP that season. I'm not right? saying that. <laughs> go ahead. Just he, go ahead he won the MVP that season, right? <laughs> yes, he won the MVP. Yes, he did. Okay. In 2015, Cam won the MVP season with 3,837 yards. Let's flash back. 1999, mm-hmm. Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. The quarterback is Steve Berline. Steve Berline, yeah. More yards, better completions, more touchdowns, less interceptions, better passer rating. But the defense was ranked 26th, and they finished 8-8. Eight and eight. Cam's defense was finished 6th, and they finished 15-1. The defense makes the difference. If you don't have Cam Newton... And I don't want to keep going back and forth with you because this ain't Cam Newton. He's not my guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, trade him, keep him. I don't care. Uh, if you don't have Cam Newton on that 15 and 1 team, they don't go 15 and 1. They don't go to the Super Bowl. Well, let me tell all you. Right, I'm gonna, hold on. I'm going to shoot that down because I'm prepared for all this. The first playoff. Prepared. I know you are. The first playoff <laughs> game they played that year. Who was Seattle, right? Nope. Nope. Arizona. Arizona, Plus. right. Okay. On a third string quarterback. No, no. That was the year before. No. The year they won the Super Bowl, they actually beat Carson Palmer. But it wasn't Cam Newton. The the quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals threw four interceptions. I remember that. So that wasn't Cam Newton winning that ball. You game. cannot look, you anybody can't take wins Juwan, away from the Juwan, man. If you were quarterback in that game, you just said if anyone else was a quarterback, they wouldn't have made it. So that's taking wins away from the no, rest of the team. No, <laughs> you just took you just took away away from twenty one other players. No, Kevin, you listen. What he is a dynamic was for one unique. Was for one year. Player. Was for one year. Is Matt Ryan a, a dynamic? I'm only talking player? about that. I'm only talking about that year. Is Matt Ryan a dynamic? I'm not dynamic talking about his other years. Player? I'm not talking about last year. I'm talking about what, what MVP. Did I just say? What did I just say? So what, what you saying? Said, what did I just say before you said that? Whatever. What did I just say? For, what did I just say? For <laughs> I mean, I've got. I you say you can't go 15 and one without a great offense. I mean, uh, which I can agree with that. But you can't have a bad defense either. Do you want to know a team that went 16 and 0? Had 
top five offense and defense? The Patriots. That's exactly right. 2007 right. Patriots, number one offense in the league, then number four defense in the league. So we can't poo-poo defense because no, no, so, what, so, to, what can score, so what if you can score? Then you're just like the, pay, the Chiefs last year or how the Patriots used to be a few years ago. You just got to pray to God you outscore them yeah. and that you don't have a pick. That, that you don't have a sack on a fourth down. You just got to pray that you can, you know, outscore them. Where your defense can go out there and say, hey, man, you don't got to score touchdowns on every play. Yeah. We'll make the stop. So the defense plays a huge part of it. And, you know, there's a saying for a reason. Defense wins championships. Absolutely. It does. Now, I won't, I, we've, we've been on the Cam Newton, it seems like, hate train the whole time. But it, it's not really a hate train. We just are pulling out statistics. I said facts. But, but here's Jordan's the inferring. But here's the, but here's the thing, and that's fine. That's fine. Some people, uh, yeah, some people love Cam Newton, and I won't take anything away from his character, even though I don't like the fact that he dresses like a woman half the time. <laughs> but, but, uh, if you're Carolina right now, it's time for a culture change. You got a new head coach. You've got a new owner. You're about to have a new everything. You've got a new yeah. training staff. Oh yeah, I, I know mean. That was going. If you're Matt Rule, I don't want nothing else if about you're Matt Rule, this is the NFC Championship game. I think, but no, I think it's a good time to to kind of shift off of it because we were talking. No, about I got coaches. one. I got one more. All right, oh, well, hold on. But if he said he wasn't the Super Bowl, and I said if, if you're Matt through four picks, if you're Matt, Andre, Rue, do do the Panthers go to the Super Bowl without Cam Newton? Are you telling me if Tom Brady was quarterback of that team, they wouldn't have made the Super Bowl? I, Just say that. That's all I need to know. Yes or no? I mean, with Tom. That year's Tom Brady, yeah. This year's Tom Brady, no. <laughs> if Nick Foles, this year's Tom Brady, if Nick, on that if team, Nick Foles is the quarterback of that Panthers team, they not win that Super Bowl. No, Nick Foles is tailor made. Nick Foles only plays good with us. Nick Foles has won more playoff games than Cam Newton has with us. But it's still, Nick Foles has won more playoff games than Cam Newton. I'm circling it back around. Matt Rule. First two years, I appreciate it's, that. Gonna be, it's gonna be a struggle. <laughs> I agree with Carolina. I think it was a decent hire for Carolina, but Matt Rule, your first two years, I'm gonna be honest with you. Do not expect if you're Panthers fans that you're gonna win the NFC South. Even if Cam Newton takes over next year. Atlanta's got firepower that they started to figure it out later as the season goes. Mm-hmm. The Saints are still returning basically everybody, if not the best wide receiver in the league. And Tampa Bay is not awful. Not bad. Even Coach Arian said, if we got a quarterback, we can win. And they got a pretty good quarterback right now. Jameis just, just can't see past the middle linebacker. That's, yeah. it. That's it. So the NFC South is loaded. You got a new head coach in there. It's not going to be easy. The first two years, don't expect much. Let him draft his guys, and we'll see. But to me, if you are the Carolina Panthers, you move off Cam while you can. I would much rather get something for him than get nothing for him when we yeah. don't re-sign him. No, that, I do, that I do agree with. And besides, your offense is 80 to 90% Christian McCaffrey now anyways. Yeah. He's going to want his money maybe early like Zeke wanted. Because running backs, they don't have a long shelf life. And as much as Christian McCaffrey is used, he might want his money not next year, the year after. Yeah, he may, yeah, he might want to get it early. So those are that's the coaching carousel in a nutshell, even though we went on to, you know, what the Panthers need to do. But for those of you that don't know, we've said it a couple times, we're located in the Carolinas, the Carolina Panthers you know that's that's the home team. We got Sounds a lot great. of listeners while we're live right now, so they're they're Carolina fans. That's just unfortunately the predicament they're in, and and teams really can't be in a predicament and expect to win. And that's that's you don't know what you're doing at quarterback. Yeah, and um, hopefully Matt Rule is able to come in there and do something with it. The only team so far still left in the NFL that has a coaching vacancy are the Cleveland Browns. What you looking at? The score was 
think it was 21 nothing for Cam ever threw a pass. <laughs> just, that's why I say, look at this dude. Over anybody here. could have bring up more saying, and try to prove I'm just me saying, wrong. Let's say if I was the quarterback, right, and the other team threw four picks, I would have had a chance to win. And then the next game, if I was a quarterback and my team was winning twenty-one nothing before I ever threw a pass, I'd have had a chance I, to win. That's the Legion of Boom you're talking about right there. But you, but you said nobody could. I'm just saying I'm somebody could have won that. Joe Montana would have lost those two games. <laughs> Joe Montana. 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 You can't don't talk about Joe Montana. So we got, do we got anything else to cover on the I, NFL? I mean, or? Panther, what do you expect them next year? What a, well, Deadline. what do I expect them to do late next year? 6-10. Ah, 6-10, no. <laughs> Not 6-10. I'll, so? I'll give them four wins. Know. I'll give them four wins, and that's because I think they can at least win one game in their own division. I, I think actually they can win two. three or four I think, I think McCaffrey's can, back alone. We don't know who the quarterback is. Don't know. Uh, yeah, so I'm saying, I don't know who the quarterback is. If the defense is as bad as it we don't was know who last the Bucks year. quarterback is. That's, and that's what I mean by I'll give them two <laughs> yeah. wins. I'll give them two wins, one against the Bucks. And one against Atlanta. I'll have them splitting. They, them and Atlanta split every year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you never know. You never know, except this year. Atlanta swept them. They beat them twice. <laughs> they did. Yes. I one. So I, I'm just like, man, Carolina, I, I'm serious. Don't get upset. A lot of teams have growing pains. I'm not expecting Washington to go from last to best, you know, with me getting Coach Rivera. I mean, I do like the direction we're going. So, Panthers fans, I mean, don't get discouraged. But I promise you this, you're not going to be as good as you were this year, next year, yeah. unless you figure out what you're doing at the quarterback position. And what you do in this year's draft might sway me differently. Yeah. But until then, I don't know. And don't forget. I you, don't know. You cannot keep letting up 26, 27 points a game. Yeah. And every year, uh, McCaffrey's losing tread off those tires. I hate to admit <laughs> people, we can't forget. He was a Swiss Army knife at Stanford. Punt returner, kick returner, slot receiver, a and running back. a lot of back. usage, dog. And running back. You can't keep running 80% swing passes to him and thinking that he's not going to knock on wood, but... Yeah. Come up injured. See I will it. knock on wood for the man. I like McCaffrey. I like him too. This, this is what I'm gonna say about him. They got the best playmaker in that draft. I tweeted it and I meant it. It was the best playmaker. I didn't say the best player though. The best playmaker. Um, I, I I like him, but I think they use him wrong. Like I don't. I don't agree play, with running and players and tackles. No, not that. It's the players like that. Okay, that for them, say for for them to be. You don't want the other team focused on him. Right. Because he mm-hmm. is a – the swing pass isn't designed to – this is when – people want to talk about the Panthers when they start losing. When the other team started figuring out that that's your mm-hmm. – you see, most teams used that's to – your use, M.O. Most yeah. teams used to use the swing pass as this is the last resort. This is my check down, and the defenses are set up to do that. Watch the first few weeks last year when Cam then did go 6-2, and two, when, when McCaffrey's eating up a defense – what they're doing is, is coaches, they tend a lot to, to, to allow them to do that. Mm-hmm. So they'll come in that game and they'll say, well, if they want to check down to McCaffrey all day, mm-hmm. we'll let them. But the coaches don't realize it until about halftime they haven't played the Panthers before. Oh, that's what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So then they bring up the defense and well, force them to throw it deep. And that's, they can't exactly, do it. that's exactly what happened. You know, Panthers fans remember it last year. The week before, Christian McCaffrey had 200 plus yards. Mm-hmm. And then the next game, they played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers said he is not getting 100 yeah. yards yeah. at all. So, so you, and they lost. Dallas used to do kind of the opposite of what a lot of teams do. And that's, they would throw, I thought that game, actually. Yeah. They would throw to set the run up. Like Dallas threw a lot on first down with Michael Irvin before, and then Emma was getting the ball on second down no matter what. But what they would do is that they would they would throw there on first down, and I think that you know the Panthers, 
the other defenses, if you could make them concentrate on something else mm-hmm. besides McCaffrey, I think I think he would be more dangerous getting less passes as or less touches actually, mm-hmm. but better touches instead of every single play. Force feeding him. Hey, we're gonna swing throw the swing pass. He's gonna run a slant. Analytics technically the, show analytics technically right. show the past few years if you are a team and you're throwing on first and second <laughs> down, you have more success moving the chains than if you go out there and just line up, run the ball on first and second down. Because then you're automatically you're not running the risk of being in a second and long and a yeah. third and long if you get a negative play. You'll just be if you if you miss the pass, you're still where you were before, yeah. first, second and ten now. So, uh, analytics have shown if you can come out, throw the ball first and second down, just throw it early. You're really keeping the defense honest. Yeah. All right. So, there's your Panthers. I guess we're going to finish up. We'll do the playoffs on Friday. Yeah. Um, give our predictions for this weekend. Maybe we'll do better than the Saturday sports talk guys that we did then. <laughs> it was god awful this past weekend. How we did on the predictions, Juwan. Um. Awful embarrassing. Um, should fire everyone uh, from the Saturday show, including myself. Man, I'm just going to say right now, I got, I got to toot my own horn again. Hey, four, Ava, and and Ava, four and one on my bets. He was two and six on, on picks. He's talking about the money. He's talking about the money. At the end of the day, the of the day money is right. Money. Money's all that matters. matters. Uh, money's was, all that matters. He was two and six on the straight up picks. <laughs> two and six. Two and six straight up picks. Four well, and one on know, anything I ought to put money on. I'm hanging my hat on that I was the only one to pick the Texans. So We'll claim it. Two, That's fine. He's one and four. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. One and three. But I'm unique. Unique. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> all I know is... My fifty percent of my Super Bowl pick is still alive. Same for all of us. My we all had yeah. the Chiefs. So hey, yeah, well. as long as they continue to ride hot, that's all that matters. All right, let's shift gears over to the NBA real quick. Uh, Charlotte Hornets basketball. Uh, basketball. basketball. Unless y'all had anything else on the Panthers and nah, we're, we're we've, we've beaten that dead horse. I just, I just, yeah. I just wish they would make a quick decision on it. Well, yeah. Because the more they don't, it's been dragged the more out the, for a whole season. The more Panther yeah. fans, it aggravates them and it causes really too. I mean, Cam ain't played <coughs> for two years down there. Yeah. Right there. I can't. Well, I don't know. I hear. Well, I don't hear him. I don't hear anything at all. Oh, so you don't hear that? Like, when I go off, you still don't Oh, I heard it go off. I'm, no. I'm, I can hear myself. This box is acting kooky. So, I pretty much, I don't know what y'all are hearing, and I'm hearing something. I'm hearing you hearing. when you talk, but as okay. soon as you click mic two to go off, I don't hear you. Okay. I don't hear anything. Okay. At least kind of Your meters aren't hitting at all. I don't hear anything. All right, Hunter. Yeah. Guess not, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, two questions: Can the Celtics get the one seed mm-hmm. over the Bucks? Mm-hmm. And or, what if they end up in a first round matchup with Charlotte? With the Charlotte Hornets. Now, here's what's bad about Charlotte Juan. Mm-hmm. So, I'm trying to look at the screen. So for nine years, we've we, you can move that if that mic's in your way, you can move it, or uh-huh. there's nobody hooked up to it today. You can kind of yeah, do whatever you need to. Uh, um, so I knocked my food over. I'm uh, yet to oh, that's your that. food. That's yeah. mine. Yours oh, is there. Oh, sorry. Never mind. All right, I lied. Well, well, Whose food is this right here? Kept. That's my. That's my. Oh, uh, your extra plate. Well, I have nachos and, and some a quesadilla. Uh-huh. <laughs> extra plate. Yeah. Yes, it's my dessert. I have a quesadilla for dessert. Uh, so um. Nice. Hornets last year and every other year end up finishing somewhere between seven and ten in the East. So this year they get rid of their All Star. Uh, I'm using quotation marks for Kimba Walker. Juwan. You don't like Kimba? See, you just inferred. You anytime somebody uses air quotes, All Star, it should be assumed that it's a negative. 
All right, the first year he made the All Star team. You if ready? I say, hold you on, ready? if I say, you ready? Kevin's a good broadcaster. Right. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Listen, how many teams are in the NBA? 32. 30. 30. I was thinking football. Times 12. Three, so there's 360 players in the NBA, right? Okay. Kimba is one of the best 300 players in the world. Absolutely. Okay. That's a compliment, ain't it? Sure. To me, if you ask me, I'll be, I'll be nice enough to say he's probably right now in the East the second best guard, second or third best guard in the East. And I'm, not, I'm talking between uh, point guard and shooting guard. Second or third. So who's the best guard in the East? Best guard in the East, my. What? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. All right, first off, back yeah. up. I'm going to go back real quick. Before we get into this nonsense, uh, <laughs> Kimba, the first year he made the All-Star team, you ready for this? Uh-huh. Was the first year they stopped taking centers, and he was the fifth point guard taken. Not the first, second, third. He, was, he didn't make it until they stopped taking centers, and they took five point guards. Now, the, the the East has changed since people have moved westwards and stuff like that. So let's do what Hunter just said. Let's let's count some of I'm these just, guys. And, I, I, and I'm, I'm going, going, I'm going based off of who's, and I'm going based off of who's playing is, right now. Is Jimmy Kyle, Butler a guard? He's a shooting guard. Who? Well, Butler. Him and Butler. Bradley Beal are both better than. That's what I said. I said he could be second or third. So uh, as of, by default, he would be third if we go one and two. I can agree with that. If we're going just straight guards, I would go maybe Butler Beal interchangeable one and two. Is Aladipo playing? No, he's I, hurt. And see, that's what I mean by playing, because even oh, Kyrie, Kyrie's, Kyrie's hurt. Kyrie's hurt than Kemba. Who? Oladipo's not better than Kemba Walker. He's not a better shooter. At but what? Basketball. He's ba- <laughs> Oladipo. Oladipo's, Oladipo's a better slasher. He's a better singer. He's a better singer. He's a better slasher and a better defender than Kemba. Come but on, look, I'll say this. That's what I mean, though. I, I, I'm basing this off of who's playing right now. Right. Now, if you want to go out there on a limb and say, even though to me he should be a small forward, but everybody's going to the point forward now, Ben Simmons is a guard, technically. He plays the point guard position for Philadelphia. Yeah. Kyle I'm, Lowry is not better than Kimball Walker. No. So I'm not putting him in the no, top three. No, not at all. Not at all. As of right now, Devontae Graham is not Bro. better than Kimball Walker. Ky- he might be. Kyle Lowry wins playoff series every single year. Yeah, DeMar DeRozan. And, and, he, and, and a lot of them he plays horrible. But he wins. You just told me about Cam Newton. I showed you he played hard when he won. Now, now the point no, guard no, no. is doesn't count. To, no. To say, no, no, what you Kyle just did was Cam took Newton away credit from the other <laughs> 10 to 12 players that Kyle Lowry plays with. Now, if you want to get even more technical. Kyle. They wouldn't despite him. If you want to get even more. You know how many lottery picks was on their team last year? Who? The Who the they played good in the playoffs none. last year. They none. had no lottery picks. They had none. And he led the team to a championship. No. He didn't. Kawhi Leonard led that team. Thank you. I, don't, I will not say uh, Kevin, I love you, buddy, but I'm the not saying that. The point guard is the leader of the team. No, the point guard is the leader of the team. Is LeBron James the leader of the Lakers? No, he's not the point guard. Okay. Rayshon Rondo is the leader. No, LeBron James is the starting point guard for the Los Angeles. He's not playing point guard, is he? He He is. is. He's guarding the other point guards. He's guarding West. He's not guarding other point guards. Oh, he's not playing point guard. He's the starting point guard. (laughs) If you look up the lineup, he's playing point guard. Yeah. (laughs) Danny Green's shooting guard. Who's guarding the point guards? That's who the point guard is. Danny Green don't bring the ball up the court. Who's guarding the point guards? That's who the point guard is. Well, first of all, is LeBron guarding anybody? 
Look, I just was saying, based off guards, as of right now, in the East, we know the East really is not strong anyways, so there's not, he could arguably be third. If you want to throw one of his teammates on there, whether it's Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, if they switch between the three and the two, if they're at the two, then I guess you could say he's fourth. But as of right now, just based on the guards that are in the East, with John Wall hurt, Kyrie Irving hurt. Victor Oladipo hurt. God, I forgot about Wall. I'm t- if John Wall was playing oh, now, he man. would be there. If everybody was healthy, Kimba would be on the All-Star team. do not agree that John Wall is better than Kimba Walker. Okay, you're smoking crack. <sighs> man, he can't shoot. And what? I love, man, I love John Wall. What's it matter? What's it matter Wall. when John Wall can still go out there and get you easily 17 and 10? Look, and look, play defense. The, only the man reason, can assist better than Kimball Walker. The he only reason. Better. He just don't shoot threes. The only reason. And I hate the three happies. Okay, in today's game where you have to shoot I, the three. Well, you have to shoot the three. Kevin made a good point the other day on one of our shows. He was like, look, if Dwight, Dwight, Howard. Dwight Howard by himself has a. So at the Hornets, you know how they say. Yeah, go ahead the big, and say it. So the big man they say is a bad shot now. But Dwight Howard with the Hornets was and is still making. A high enough percentage where it's still it just as up. good as yeah. the three pointers. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to make a point to Hornets fans. You're like, well, the ball just sticks in there. I'm like, yes, because he's about to dunk on yeah. everybody's head, you dodos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would rather have Bravo catch yeah. at the top of the key, throw to somebody, and turn around and run he's back down the court and get out of the way. That's what I'm saying. Well, what was the statistic, though? It was like Dwight Howard would still outscore a yeah. team that would shoot nothing but threes just due to pure percentage wise. Right. In the NBA, it was like 112. To, it so was close. It was 112 to 110 or 109 is how it added up. Kyle Lowry's not a great three-point shooter. No, and we're, and we're sitting here talking about how he's but a top let me, guard. Let me get a sprint right here Rondo too. can't even shoot no, threes. No, he, he was winning championships, but he had people that could shoot threes. Pierce was eh, iffy. Let me get you this. Could, Ray Allen was the only one that could. I ask you a simple question. All right, ask it. Do you not think that Bradley Beal plays better without John Wall? Oh, I'll admit it. Yeah, because ball. Because this is the reason why is because Wall can be ball hungry. Ball hungry, and you can't shoot. I don't think that's good. We, t- I, I, we talked about it the other day. You it's can't a, shoot. You need to be passing that rock, dog. That's just my personal. It's a opinion. point guard thing to where, like with Westbrook, and my my. my and I my hate pro- to do that because I love Wall. And my no, problem with Westbrook, my favorite player, I hate yeah. playing. And my problem with Westbrook the whole time, same thing with Wall, is that, and, and what we're talking about, the big men will stop running the floor. Mm-hmm. The more the point guard takes the ball and takes it down by himself and doesn't pass first, as opposed to to, to just taking himself pulling the, the pull up when Russell Westbrook and you join you know it as well as I know the taking it to the rack is one thing, but if you're running with a guy and every time he gets the ball and he pulls up a jumper on a fast on a break. fast break, big men hate that shit. How many times are you going to just <laughs> as a guard are you just saying I ain't going to run the wing this time because if he's going to pull a jumper. Yeah. He dang sure ain't looking for me yeah. to put, for a better play, and, and that's the ones that that kill you is when that point guard. Okay, so I don't it, know if only three times in NBA history, Juwan, has a point guard led his team in scoring and won the championship. Mm-hmm. Magic did it once. Isaiah Thomas did it once. Steph Curry did it once. Yeah. This year's Hornets, we got rid of our point guard who was leading the team in scoring, thought we was doing a good job with that, might fix the team. Nope. The two leading scorers for the Hornets this year are both point guards. Yeah. Not one. We decided to double down on the, on the nah, st- stat look, that doesn't work. Let's just not split the shots up. Not one of them is Magic Isaiah and Steph Curry. I, but I need to remind people Terry right Rose now because not a lot of people are going to give him credit. I don't think people realize how good John Wall really was. Because no, 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 no,
career average because he's not playing right now. Career Everyone average. Else. No, I lost it. Actually, lost it. <laughs> so good time, y'all. Look at the stats on me, and no, I can't look none up. No, I know, but I'm just gonna say this: nine a career average, 19 points, 4.4 total rebounds, almost 10, 9.2 assists. Yeah, Kimba, 20 points per game, 3.8 total rebounds, so less rebounds, and he's only averaging five, 5.5 assists per game. My biggest field goal percentage: Kimba's only 41, John Wall's 43. Yeah, I mean, three-point percentage is 32 to 36 right. with Kimba. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, my now, things if John Kimba, Wall was playing, he would be ahead of Kimba right now. My things of Kimba, he's a great ball handler. He's never been and never has been, and I don't know if he ever will be, a great distributor of the basketball. No, he, wasn't he, has, even, he wasn't even that on the UConn. Look, look at him right now. I think he's averaging this year actually less assist. He is on with his a, career. With, with better teammates. He's averaging 5.2 to 5.5 on his career. He, he's averaging less assist with better teammates and a better team now. Mm-hmm. And that's not good from a point guard. Join, I you get three assists a game at point guard in the NBA when the team's averaging 120 without trying, right? So yeah, that, doesn't sure. that mean that he's probably getting about two by trying? I mean, honestly, Draymond averages almost five assists a game, I think. So mm-hmm. should should Kimba be getting the same number of assists as Draymond, the point guard? I mean, like, who's at, he? At, at some point, uh, Kimba is is really low on the on these on these things. Like, um, let me pull him up just to give you kind of an idea. But you know what? Let me say this too, because I think this is going to go. I think this needs to be said too, just to get this out there. Uh, I think y'all two guys and me. I think y'all are more of an analytics. Type people, and I'm more of a eye test type guy. So we're oh, well, I can do the eye the test too, but totally different opinion. I mean, I can do the eye test too, but all here's the thing: sometimes your eyes can lie because stats are what's put on the right. Because Andre that's can think Draymond happening. Green's a good basketball player. Exactly. I think he's hot garbage. Well, I mean, but Andre's not the only person that thinks that. <laughs> I, no, know, I, you I, I agree with you. No, 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 I mean, the eye, now stats don't show what kind of energy he brings. Leadership. Leadership. Yeah. I can agree with that completely. That which, matters, Kevin. Which you is fine. At that. Which is fine. They always want you to be a good leader of men. But when it comes down to getting the job done, you got oh, that's yeah, where so. statistics really don't yeah, lie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you think they better worry about who's leader, who the leader is. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's some dudes in that locker room that don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you on that. Okay, it's gonna be so okay. I mean, but you gonna you gonna have those type of people. I used to, on your team. I used to you need them dudes too. Hornets fans say that it used to be that all the time because when they brought Kim, I mean uh, Dwight, I remember arguing about that. They were talking about team chemistry, and I'm like. Well, as long as we're all friends, let's just keep losing again. Because we're all buddies. Yeah, but let's see, all hug see that's what's so funny, too. As a Wizards fan, they were always talking about, well, who, which one are you going to keep? Bradley Beal or Wall? Because they easy both, decision. Because they both want to be top dog, and they clash heads. I'm like, well, here's the thing. Why can't we just keep both and keep winning 40 to 50 games a year? Right, I mean, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, they play good together on the floor. Just I, I don't care if they get don't get along off the court. Kobe and Shaq didn't get along off the court. No. But they still won championships. I, I, yeah, but that's on court chemistry is way more important than off court. I can agree with that. I'll say that. Yeah, like, I agree with that. I mean, because it's like look, but you know, off court chemistry can uh, can Juwan, lead can, to better on court chemistry. Well, I guess Jawan. Because we can say this right now. You can like me and Kevin, but when we leave, you don't gotta like us as long as the show does right. good. That's fine. So right. so all right. So here, that's, here, that's here here's Kimba <laughs> Walker. Yeah, 
5.2 assists a game this year. Remember, he was at a better team. Mm-hmm. He's the point guard. He's got more people to distribute to that can mm-hmm. score on their own. Kawhi Leonard averages 5.1. Should he be this, getting the same as maybe the best scorer, best all-around player in the NBA? Like Kawhi Leonard, everybody says Kawhi Leonard's a bad passer, and he gets the same as Kimba. Let's look at people who don't play point guard who have more than Kimba. Thomas Sederinsky. He averages more assists than Kimba. System. Giannis. His system may be set up for him to distribute the ball more. For the just shooting like, guard. For just the like back- Jokic. You're right, Juwan. The backup shooting guard for Chicago should be averaging more assists than the who starting leads? point guard for the Boston Celtics. Okay, well, look up who leads <laughs> Hold on. Giannis. Denver in assists. I guarantee Jokic leads the team in assists. He's the center. Giannis. Draymond Green. Jokic gets more assists oh, they than got Kimber Butler Walker. List, they got Butler listed as a small forward. Okay, so Butler's not even a guard. He's not a guard. I was going to say that earlier. but Now, in Chicago, he was the two guard. Jimmy Butler listed like as six, a small six. forward. Bradley Beal gets more assists than Kimba. Drew Holiday, Devin Booker, who's balling right now, gets more assists than Kimba Walker. Fred Van Vliet don't even start. He gets more assists than Kimba. He plays a lot, though, Kimba. I thought Van Vliet did start right now. He's just hurt. Is he starting now? Yeah, yeah, he starts. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. He's out right now. Kyle Lowry and Van Fleet in the same And look court. who's sixth. Look who's sixth. The man that replaced it, Kimba. Should James Harden be getting more assists? Absolutely. Than Kimba Walker. He's got the ball in his hand but he shoots 90% it. of the time. He shoots it 24 times a game. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. And when he's not shooting it, he'll give it to somebody. Look, Kimba shoots it 17 times a game. That means James Harden shoots it seven more times a game, and still it's more serious. Well, you, you asked the question, though, before we went on, on the Kimba tear, and it was can Boston take the one seed? And I'll just answer it. I, I don't know how y'all feel. I think they can take the one seed mostly because I think they're deeper. My favorite player in the NBA right now. Can we go back to that one screen when they had the uh, – Doncic. The, uh, what are what are rank right now? Devon, oh, you want the Devon, teams? Devontae Graham. That's what I said. He's he's a, he's Kimba's replacement. He's what do you what do you mean? Yeah, he wants to right. see the standings. Oh, the standings, yeah. standings, standings. Because yeah, yeah, I mean, it was like can Boston take the one seed from Milwaukee? And and I'll say yes because I, I think Boston's deeper. I think Milwaukee, as hard as they're going right now, they could you know I think they could peter out. I think they could get tired. I know they're chasing that one seed, but, man, they only got five losses this deep into the season already. They, Is your computer not working now, Juan? Yeah, I just like looking at that big screen. Uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> Give him a mouse, and then uh, now we got a bigger screen. Uh, 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 nothing can make him happy. What is that? What is that? Five or six losses. For the the Celtics and Heat are five behind okay. the Bucks. They've well, the Bucks got seven more total. wins than the Celtics, so I don't know. I mean, I... I could see Boston catching them. Now, your question was if Boston catches the one seed, could Charlotte sneak in, be the eight seed, and have a basically Kimba versus the Hornets they're matchup? Only, only, I don't know if the Hornets will get to that they're eight only, seed. They're three games out of the seven seed, actually, the Hornets. I mean, it just depends on if everybody else just goes to crap. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Hornets are so bad, you want. They're so bad, but only two, almost in the playoffs. Only two NBA teams in history have never made a conference final. Clippers and Hornets. Clippers have a better chance to make a conference final this year, don't you think, than the Hornets do? Yeah. The Hornets have never made a conference finals. They've only won three playoff series in team history. Glenn Rice won one. LJ and M won one. Camba never won one. They've only won two playoff series in history. Mm. Then. Well, series. Kimba had Michael Jordan as series. a GM, too. 
He's never been their GM. Not GM. You know what I mean. <laughs> Owner. Owner. Yeah. Better than George Shin, ain't he? No. They had Cho for a while. What are you talking about? Jordan. Who did George Shin sign? Jordan signed Dwight Howard, a Hall of Famer, and they couldn't get it done. They won the exact same number of games Kevin they did the year before. Kevin really likes Dwight Howard. I, like Dwight. <laughs> I think Dwight's re- re-emerged himself I out he, in I, I, Los I think people hate him more. No, nah, he, he does good than, for us. He does exactly what we need him to on the Lakers. He, um, he drained a three last night. He did. He, did he was the night before. He drained a three. So he drained a three. I see, I seen that. It was like, that. what, his first or well, second three ever? Listen, I thought for the past three or four years, I've been lobbying for the Warriors to sign Dwight Howard. Because it's having him instead of Bogut and whatever Dodo they have down low actually playing defense and getting rebounds. If DeMarcus Cousins wouldn't have got hurt, that team yeah. would have been disgusting. So, and then and then now that everybody's messed up and let LeBron end up with Dwight Howard, and I think that and that I was wanna, a mistake. I the timing to speak of the on Durant, that too. Durant I wanted to speak hurt. on that too. So we'll here we'll just I'll just ask you two so we can put this down. Ken, do you guys think Boston can get the first the one seat? Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's Man, possible. I, I just, I don't, I don't know if they'll have enough time. Well, I'm looking at it right now. Milwaukee's 32 and six. Boston's 25 and nine. Um, I don't know if Milwaukee's going to lose that much, and if Boston's going to go on a crazy. You don't, think, you don't think Milwaukee's tiring themselves out right now? Does all them teams not get what? Is, yeah. is the West not the, the whoever wins the West not going to be the heavy favorite? But see, that's what I was about to ask. Boston, the Lakers right now are sitting at one in the West. The other night. They had 20 blocks in a game. Block party, baby. 20 blocks. And I want to ask this. Is that team, te- you know, because they always talk about how the Clippers' defense is going to be so good. they got Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, great wing defenders. they got Patrick Beverly heading the front as soon as the point guard gets over the, the mm-hmm. court. Are the Lakers not probably built to be the best defensive team in the league? Absolutely. They've got Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee, and Dwight and Howard, Dwight. all almost perfect seven-footers. Yep. That can that have all been known to really be great shot blockers. Yep. LeBron James, if he wants to, I know he's selective with it. He can be great on defense. Rajon Rondo yeah. is an underrated defensive yes. point guard. He always has been in his yep. whole career, especially when he was winning winning championships in Boston. He was the one that was ripping the yep. guards. We got so, Avery Bradley. He usually guards the best score from the other and team. I, and I'll say this: I still think the Clippers could win it more than the Lakers. But the Lakers right now, do they have an argument of being the easily the best defensive team in the league? Absolutely, I think so. Um, it's just hard to get a shot on us when you're when you're trying to get to the to the rack. Because I know everybody wants to shoot threes now, so not a lot of people drive to the lane. Here, but here, here's your opportunity. That's Warren. a brick wall. Y'all have an opportunity to win the championship this year. Mm-hmm. Next year it's over because Steph and Clay will shoot that team out of the gym. That's what they've been doing the past few years, and that's what they're designed to do. The team I wor- if I was you guys, it, the team I would worry about the most, honestly, Houston, is the Houston Rockets. Mm-mm. And and here, and I don't even like them that much. I, and hate I don't their game. I don't even. I, I don't, don't even like their game. But do the, but the reason I do like them is looking at y'all's roster. There ain't nobody on that roster that one wants to chase Russ Westbrook and Harden all game, much less two guys. Then the thing that's going to beat y'all is what I was kind of mentioning with. With um, with Houston is what I fear that will beat y'all is a team that hits a lot of threes because I don't think y'all can out three with the other team. No, we can't. I, you, you guys are playing the you guys are playing old school regular basketball, a lot of twos, a lot of dunks and stuff like they're that. Playing, they're and playing, and that's bringing what, back Showtime. Like, yes, but that's, that's what, what it is. But that's what I meant by when the other teams do hit the threes. I think that's when y'all won't have a chance. But if y'all play the Bucks in the East, that ain't gonna matter. 
Um, so if the Lakers get out of the West, I think they win it. Um, but mm. just looking at at the West, I'm I'm worried if they can get out of the West because maybe some team don't hit a bunch of threes this year and they can get out of. It. Mm-hmm. But I would say next year when Steph and Clay and everybody's healthy, that would be my biggest fear for that. But this year it's open. I mean, it's not like anybody else is just well. Everybody's trying to shoot threes. But nobody would fear me enough except Houston getting hot enough to, to knock me out right now. Yeah, but the thing with Houston is they always go cold in the playoffs. Yeah, and I'm saying they could. I, that, they were just going, I, I wouldn't bet on cold Houston. In the playoffs. I wouldn't bet on Mike D'Antoni or James Harden mm-hmm. or Russell, Russell Westbrook to win anything. Just remember, Westbrook, Harden, and Durant, uh, only one of them has been back to a final since they split up. Uh, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> the other two have not. Um, and only one of them has won them since, it, since they split up. And uh, those teams that the reason they probably lost that finals against LeBron was because Harden came in off the bench and shot and shot. They were just shot. young, and man. he missed yeah. every. Mm-hmm. They were just young. And, and, they weren't ready to I, win. I that never thought. Yet. I never thought that that Westbrook and Durant were a good match because you can't have the point guard shooting more than Kevin Durant. No matter who the guard is, you just can't do that. Like like would Jordan ever put up with someone else on the team? taking more shots, no. than, much less the guy who brings the ball up and you're down there doing V-cuts and trying to get open and post up. I just never thought that that was going to work with, with those two. I always thought Durant would have been – I always wanted them to trade Westbrook for someone like a um, a, a Rondo for a Rondo package where yeah. he could just feed Durant. He comes off this side, feed him. Comes off that side, mm-hmm. feed him. He cuts, feed him, whatever, where he would be looking for him. Um, so they're going to be interested next year. All right, look, look at this All-Star. Let's look at the All-Stars real quick. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the first fan voting, right? Taco Fall, mm-hmm. number six. Where in the East? He's six in the East. Four in the, in the is he hanging in the G League? league? Man, didn't nah, He's on the team, but this is exactly I, why I'm tired I, if, of them letting fans vote. If they vote him MVP, you just gotta get it. That's exactly him. why I'm tired of <laughs> seeing them see van, fan votes because look who's number two in, in fan voting in the guards in the East. Man, ain't even playing. Is it not even playing? Yeah. Who can? Yeah. Kyrie Irving, not he's even played playing. Some. I, yeah, but he's done for the season. He's having uh, season-ending surgery. Is he? Yes. <coughs> he's going under the knife again. I knew he was going to miss some games. I didn't know he was having season-ending surgery. In the East, Kimber used to have to play against John Wall and Kyrie. Who else is in the East that was making the All-Stars above him? Lowry was making them above him. And now it's just Trey Young. Derek Rose on the that's his competition. Ha, Lee. Bradley Beal, Spencer Dimwell. That's exactly why I'm like, man, <laughs> as of right now, he might be the second or third best guard in the Speaking East. Speaking of hot garbage, how about the East just being hot garbage altogether? Just look at that. Ben Simmons as a guard. That's terrible. That's so Giannis is one, MB two, Siakam three, uh, Butler four, Tatum five, Taco five, six, Bam Abadeo seventh, Gordon Hayward eighth, Drummond nine, and Sabonis Tenth in the so big men in bad. the East, guards in the East, uh, Young, Irving, Kemba, Derrick Rose, Zach Levine, Simmons, Jalen Brown, Lowry, Bradley Beal, and Spencer Dimwittle. Dimwitty. Is it witty? Mm. Yes, Dimwitty. That looks like an L. I like that guy, actually. Uh, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi, Paul George, four Los Angeles people take the forwards tops in the, in the forwards. Carlton Towns, Porzingis, Jokic, Carmelo is eighth, Brandon Ingram ninth, and Dwight Howard. You think Melo needs to be tenth in fan voting? 
Uh, probably not. He's only played how many games? He's played a few. He had no, a game winner. No, he came. He came <laughs> shortly after the season started. He had a game winner last, last night. Last night, yeah. He's he's been extremely productive, actually. Favorite player in the NBA right now, Luka Doncic. Uh, he's fun. Man. I was in the locker room when uh, oh, what's the big name? Who's the who's the big talk? Starts with a D. The Clippers. DeAndre. He's not there. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan. Anymore. Uh, Jordan called him Kareem Abdul Doncic. <laughs> <laughs> After he he threw he dropped a sky hook on the Hornets last year, uh, in the regular season game. And Luca he, Luca's got the most triple doubles. Hey, before he, the age of twenty two. Juan, mm-hmm. that dude couldn't be any nicer. Luca, yeah, uh, like, he's nice. at, like as in person. He oh, is, he's always a nice guy. Actually, dude, I can't I can't say there is nothing negative between watching him play and meeting him and talking to him in person. I can't. There's, there's nothing negative I can say about that kid that, at all. Like he is, he is so he's quiet, reserved. Mm-hmm. He thanks every. He's he's almost like he's from the south to where he's really he thanks everybody. Everything is thank you, but you know he's got that lot that Latvian accent. So like thank you, thank you, thank you mm-hmm. to everybody. And he's so nice and, and and just everything. Everybody that asked him a question, like he smiled, even though it was kind of silly, he kind of played along with it. Uh, I just can't say enough for Luca, and. um He's way taller than everyone thinks. Oh uh, uh, yeah, he's, I, I, he, he is six foot six. It's I thought not, he was six eight. It's and he's not six eight. He's, he's six six, like close to six seven. <laughs> oh, okay. He is tall. Well, whatever that, whatever the, whatever it is, that's true. He's way taller than, than I thought. He's just smooth. He, he's just uh, uh, there's. I, I would vote for him every year on everything about. Um, so looking out west, I, I would say that would keep Devin Booker sitting here at nine. Uh, I think that's because uh, you got that. Steph on Steph's that's number four. That's why. That's why to me, I I would take the fan voting completely out of the All Star game. I take the fan voting completely. And out. There's no the reason Steph and the Curry. Vote. That's exactly right. There's no reason that Steph Curry should be third, and he's probably only played what he played the first like four or five games. Yeah, got injured. He didn't play a lot. He yeah. hasn't played a lot, and it's basically I think his season's over with. Him, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I hate when you see that the players. They get all these votes because I guarantee, man, I guarantee if they still could, fans be writing in Kobe. Hey, it's yeah. just fans. Hey, yeah, it's just I fans. So I, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know, dude. I, I don't like fan voting at all. I wish they'd go the same route that the NFL has gone, um, where it's really kind of, it's like a draft almost. Yeah. I mean, I know that they have the players that were voted for by the you know, NBA fans, and then they draft them because it's not East versus West anymore. But, man. Do you, like, th- do you like how they do that? No. You don't? No. I don't like how they do it. I mean, it might make it more competitive because all the good players are out in the West. But if they're doing it like that, then they should be doing what everybody's been screaming for and only take the top 16 teams in the NBA and not do East versus West. Because all the best players are in the West. With the East, you're just watching maybe the top two teams go through and they're hot garbage. Yeah. So... I don't know. The NBA, they're they're thinking about doing a lot of things to change. You know, they're talking about that midseason tournament that they're wanting to do. Mm-hmm. I'd uh, like to see how that would work out. They're talking about extending the NBA draft um, probably more than two rounds, which I'm not against. Not against, but, you know, for the most part, top five picks are really all that really matters. You might catch gold. Every now every, and then. Every now and then. But other than that, at least the past few years in the draft, it's shown you that, hey, yeah. top five picks, and that's about it right now. So I, I don't know. The NBA, they've got a lot of stuff that they're doing. 
rules-wise, changes to the season, thinking about doing changes to the postseason, mm-hmm. which I can at least say, hey, at least they're thinking about it. At least they're being progressive and trying to make it a little bit better. Um, but if they did do the top 16 seeds, think about it. I, there might only be three or four teams from the East that Post, make it. Postseason, what I would like to see done is cut one team in the postseason. You mean make it only like seventeen, seven, seven and one team gets their first round well, by? You, you can't have a postseason where teams have losing records. Mm-hmm. So cut it to seven. First team, first team gets first round by. If we're, you know, we, we've talked about they've kind of talked about cutting it to six anyway. Um, any other, uh, any other rule? Uh, I, was start, I was thinking about rule changes uh, for one of our segments today, and I was thinking about a baseball one, but I'm just trying to think of anything in basketball. Um, ideas, join on the three-point line. You know how everybody's shooting threes. Now, I see what you guys think about it. You know how in the NBA the line is so long, they mm-hmm. have to cut it off and come down the sidelines. Right. Mm-hmm. What if they just completed the arc straight into the sidelines like it's supposed to be so there is no corner three? Corner three, sh- shortest shot. And so yeah, you cut, you is. just you just do the circle straight out of bounds at an angle, and then all the threes will be, have to be put n- near close okay. to half court because then what you do – is that if you stick that guy in the corner, he's not there shooting a three anymore, so your defense don't have to spread out that to him. Yeah, so your defense can concentrate more on the other three-point shooter so you can put your zone defense or whatever you want towards the middle of the court right? as opposed to the sidelines to where that would change it where we're not kicking to the corner because every team right now is putting five outside the three-point mm-hmm. line. Rick Carl, I was talking about the other day, it's five people standing outside the three-point line. One well, guy drives, and then you try to kick. Yeah, and, and that's all it is. And if you took that corner out, maybe <laughs> I don't that know takes out the, that that corner shot and that three, and that does change it. I don't know how you, you guys feel about it, but but right now, I think basketball is in a bad state. I mean, I don't I don't get excited to watch it anymore. Yeah. I mean, everybody like you everybody said is just shooting three. Yeah, man. everybody's shooting three. Is who can outshoot who well, from well, the three? Well, but it's about the star power, right? Okay, now. you're talking. He's talking about that. Well, I think it's the, the analytics thing, and the analytics thing has creeped into baseball. Yeah. To where they're hitting for home runs. Yeah. There was a player the other day that they asked him, "What is the one thing you would change about the game of baseball?" Mm-hmm. His answer was. I would change the announcers mm-hmm. because all the announcers are are older and don't understand the analytics and right. don't get excited about the analytics. So the baseball player that that was asked what he would change about the game, nothing. No, it's the not. announcer's fault, Juwan. Absolutely. Right. Mm. It is the announcer's fault, and he even mentioned the high strikeouts. He said mm-hmm. people aren't excited about that. Duh. Like, uh, what? Uh, and they don't get, and, and they do the analytics thing, and the yeah. analytics in the walks, 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 walks. walks, walks. I hate that walks. matters more than anything. No. Well, let, well, let me ask you this: If we're going to go, if we count on base percentage, and that's really important, right? Right. So, but, but in batting average, they say that's not as important anymore. Which I don't understand how you can say one is and one is it. But right. let's say the batting average. To do a batting average, you actually use the walks because you take off the at bats. Mm-hmm. So what? Why don't we lean more then to real batting average? Yeah. To hits Hitting. per at bats. Yes, I agree. Hits, I mean, not at bats. Hits per plate appearances. Mm-hmm. Instead of hits for the for the at bats because that mm-hmm. doesn't include it. Because that's one thing you know we use like nine thousand stats in baseball. I hate but it. that's one thing we never do is is, is do that. And, and see, and, I, and, I, we'll, I, and real quick before, yeah. so the the the, Juwan, the formula for WAR, which is the let stat me, everybody uses nowadays, is like this long. 
Let me ask you this before you say that, because this is one thing I don't understand. Cause I don't know everything about baseball. So walks aren't counted into your batting average? So so what it is, say you have – you go to the plate five times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you get walked twice, you only get counted for three, three plate, appearances. Okay, right, plate gotcha, appearances. Gotcha. So essentially no, – When you have five plate appearances, you only get – Counted for three. So, when, so, yeah. so what does it count as an at So when they show your graphic right there, they'll say you're one for three, not one for. for if five. you only get one hit out of five at bats, but two of them are walks, they'll say you're one for three, yeah. not one for five because you got walked. Okay, twice. gotcha. Right. So gotcha. They, they don't want to count that against your batting average. All right. But all it does is kind of inflate your batting average because for Hunter, for example, mm-hmm. um, if I go, if I have five plate appearances, right, and I have two hits, okay, mm-hmm. that's. That's 400 plate appearance average, right? Mm-hmm. But then if I go one for three and a walk and go one for four, yeah. my batting average is 333, but mm-hmm. we got on base Whoa. the same number of times. And so there's there's so many. And, and here's the thing. Because think about it. You're looking at a one for three right now compared to, which is 33 compared to 25. You're one for four yeah. technically, but you got walks. So. Yeah. So, so what I'm asking. It's a big jump. So, so yeah, Juwan, yeah, there's, this, there's this new stat called War now is what they do. And it's wins. called Wins Above Replacement yeah. Player. Okay, I've heard about it. Which is supposed it. to mean if you put Juwan in that you would have this many more wins. But gotcha. the stat, first of all, it's like three pages long to read. So if I get a hit, do you know what that means? If I get a double, you know what that means? What's that if mean? I get a home run, I'm just oh, saying. Yeah, yeah, no, you know what yeah, that means, yeah. right. But if I say, Juwan, I need more war today. Well, I, let me. How do I get more war? Well, and what's funny, Hunter, when you click on it on MLB.com or mm-hmm. the, the war explanation, it actually says in like the first paragraph, you can do this three or four different ways. None of them are the right way. It's all subjective. So then they'll mm. use that stat though to say this guy's better than this guy. When so when, they came up with the war to rank the to who's try to rank the all time and stuff, right? So, so you ought to see this formula. It's about this wide. So it's like XY plus ZY plus this. That's the formula for it. It's just huge. And my thing is, Hunter, and, mm-hmm. and I, I got a piece of paper in here. I mean, you know my if, standpoint if we, on it, if too. We go, if we go across that and say, you know, I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to make a stat that says this guy's just good or how yeah. to compare different errors or whatever. Instead of saying home runs, RBIs, doubles, batting average, this is what this guy did and this guy did, they don't do that. They want to they put it all into one formula. But what if you just did this, and, and we did this last year? Mm-hmm. Just take the players by their ranks. Mm-hmm. Say, give me the 10 stats you want. I don't care what 10 stats they are. Give me 10 stats. And then we'll, wherever they rank in baseball, add them up. And add whoever has out. the lowest one, mm-hmm. isn't that the best player? Isn't that a better way than whatever funky math they do with And see, war? what's so crazy is if you think about the name, too, wins above replacement. Well, I would hope he's got more wins above yeah. his replacement if he's a star player. Because yeah. yeah, the replacement's never going to play. Yeah. You know, they, they, they say it all the time about Mike Trout. He's got great war, great war. Well, I would expect him to because nobody, you're never going to sit here and say, I'm benching Mike Trout today for Joe Blow. I would hope he's got great war. Yeah. If you go based off what the name is, wins above replacement. If you're never replaced, then congratulations, <laughs> you're going to have a great war. Well, well, well let me put it this way. Uh, Hunter, I did some math. Yes. Um. So this that that's a fictitious thing, like an invisible player. I'll yeah. even say now, this. You know, uh, one of the big. You know, we always talk about guys that are on television. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the ones that people are listening to. I like listening to Colin Coward, and Colin Coward has even been on record saying war. It's some made up. It's a made up stat. Yeah. Okay, so that's a made up stat. 
wins above replacement, blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. an invisible guy. If I said, Hunter, yes. you missed 50 games this year. Right. What is your team's record with or without you? Is that not a more accurate stat yes. than whatever we just made up? Yes. So with that said, here's Trout's records mm-hmm. with and without him. Okay. With him, 202 10. So, so four, it's a little, four, 10, 10 under 500. So mm-hmm. 49% is, yes. is, is that. Is the Angels record. With Bye-bye. Mike. With him in the lineup. Without him, they're 38 and 44. 46%. So only 3% worse almost same. when he's not there. Yeah. Over a season, what is yeah. 3% of 162 games? That's four games. So with Trout, they averaged 79 game wins mm-hmm. per 162. Without him, they averaged 75. Right. So nobody's going to say. Not, but let, and think this, still not playoff bound. So right. Either way, but like you said, nobody's going to say, I don't want him. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? right. So here's his, you know, we talked about the MVP votes and how they can be subjective. Right. So here's an example with Trout. Here's his rankings. And, and remember, he won MVP. Fifth, 121st, 55th, 17th, 49th, 4th, 51st, 16th, 2nd in walks, 72. Those were his offensive ranks, and that got an MVP. The team didn't even make the playoffs. Right. The team did not right. make the playoffs. Right. And all those ranks, I said, he didn't lead the league in anything. And got Has he MVP. been to the playoffs before? Once. He's never won a playoff game in nine years. Mm-hmm. Nine years, no playoff games. And from what I hear, they say he's the best baseball player ever, right? That's what they <laughs> That was what they would like you to think. Yeah. And I get it. People that are probably listening are like, Because they're whoa, using whoa, the whoa. war. They're probably like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This is a team sport. Look at his surrounding cast. I'm like, well, y'all just paid him $400 million. Yes, so I, I got you on the, I mean, on, hey. on the pay thing. Kids need to play baseball. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For real. I agree. Um, I, I hold on. I got you on the pay thing somewhere right. on here. I, I did the I did the math on it the other day. Right. All ranks, players ranks. Let's see if this is the one. No, that's his best seasons. Uh, dang, I did the payroll. Where did it go? Or did I save it in? Maybe I saved it in a tweet. So that's y'all... what I did. Hold on, hold on. So you know how you say a player, someone doesn't have help. So that's what they'll they'll use an example, is that he hasn't had help. Mm-hmm. So here's the playoff ranks, Hunter. Yes. Since he's been in the league. Right. Payroll ranks. Payroll. And here is the rank of the World Series champion that mm-hmm. year. 2011, they ranked fourth in payroll. The World Series champion was 11th. Okay. So did he have help? Yeah. They paid it. They paid for help. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Baseball doesn't have a salary cap, so, so you can pay for help. Yeah. Here's his ranks in his career. Payroll rank. Angels payroll rank. Fourth, fourth, seventh, sixth, seventh, seventh, eleventh, sixth, ninth. So always, maybe almost top always 10 top 10. Every year yeah. but one year. Yep. The one year they were 11th, the champion that year was 18th in payroll. So they've outspent the champion six of his nine years, mm-hmm. and he's never won a single playoff game and they play series not right <laughs> yeah it's not a one game thing unless it's the you know wild, the, the card. wild card they yeah. play series is what hunter said so and 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 then like you said people are going to fur infer right so people are going to infer that i'm saying he's bad i'm not saying he's bad i'm saying he's not the best 
ever. So let me give you some. I know you're you're, you're new to the to, to my baseball stats. So here's you some Pujols versus Trout. Hunter in Pujols' first eight years, he played 40 more games than Trout. Mm-hmm. So in the next 40 games, for Trout to tie Albert Pujols in all his stats after eight years, you ready for these stats? Yeah. 40 games. He's got to do this in 40 games. He needs 170 hits to tie his batting average in 40 games. He's never had 200 in his career. He needs 170 in 40 games to tie Albert to get his batting average. He needs 197 hits in 40 games to tie how many hits he's got. You understand what okay, I mean? Okay, so let me, let me ask you this question. So am I to assume mm-hmm. that you like Pujols better than Trout? I'm I'm giving you a lot of reasons why he's Albert Pujols isn't even not even only is he did he have a better start of his career than Trout, he had the greatest start in Major League history. Okay, like and I'm, I'm, that's what I'm reading to you right here. And you, if you just follow along for a second, you're gonna understand. What and I he mean. can admit it. He likes Pujols. That's all I wanted but, him but, to say. But, <laughs> but, but, no, he, but actually, but, like just, like him, I think he's a traitor. Oh well, because he doesn't play for St. Yeah. Louis anymore. Right. He, no, he, he chased money. No, he said St. Louis insulted him over three million dollars a year. We offered him thirty. He took thirty-three and said we insulted him. He wanted his money. Juwan, if anyone ever insulted you for three hundred million dollars, <laughs> we offered him three hundred million dollars and said he was insulted. Right. Okay. Right. So what do you do? So no, what I'm saying is almost indisputable that his first eight to ten years is better than everybody. So Juwan, just just listen for a few minutes. Try okay. not to interrupt. Just follow it on. So in forty games, he needs forty-seven runs, one hundred ninety-seven hits, ninety-one doubles. In 40 games, he's never had 40 doubles in a season. I went and counted, Hunter. Right. 48 St. Louis Cardinals mm-hmm. have had 40 doubles in a season. Mike Trout's never had one. 40. You know where I Cardinals. stand on Mike Trout. I think so, he's a good player, but I'll never admit that he's the best. So, mm. and and that's that's the only thing that I get at. I'll sit I here and never I'll say, say, and I'll say this. You know, you, Kevin brought up you know his favorite team, the St. Louis Cardinals, and brought that up. My favorite player is Chipper Jones. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm an Atlanta Braves fan, and I guarantee he'll have probably better seasons than Mike Trout has. And no one even speaks about Chipper Jones being a top ten player of all time. All right, Juwan. Um. Trout has never, follow along, led the league in doubles. He's had never had 40 in a season. He's never led the league in batting average. He's never hit 330. He's never led the league in hits. He's never had 200 in a season. He's never won a gold glove. He's never won a playoff game. He's never won a World Series. He's never hit a home run in the playoffs. He's never had a 330 RBI, 100 RBI season. Albert Pujols has done all of that. Okay. Now, the 300... 30 homer, 100 RBI season. So 330, 100 RBI, and he's never done it, right? Pujols did that his first 10 years of his career. <laughs> now, now you can tell me walks and war and that stat all you want. Right. But if I say you've never done something, and this other guy has done it 10 times, doesn't at some point that weigh more than, hey, I had more walks than you? Now, how about strikeouts? This is how bad, and this is how it's changed one, how bad the strikeouts were. Trout already has more strikeouts in his career than Pujols does. He's played substantially ten, ten years, years. Right. ten years less. Not all, not not already almost. It'll be next year when he passes him. Sorry, he's already got more than double than Pujols did in his years in St. Louis. So and okay, so here's Trout's highs: the best of his career, three twenty six. Albert Pujols averaged three thirty two his ten years in St. Louis. 
So Trout's best season ever. Pujols averaged that for ten years. So why why is it that they say so you uh, so you saying because of the war and no, the that's new exactly, analytics? Exactly yes. why the analytics. Okay. Analytics. So, so they don't go off of what everybody's taken for years, which right. is batting average, on base percentage, runs, hits, home those. runs, RBIs, all that stuff. All of a sudden, we right. just don't care about oh, it. Okay. So listen, how many times Pujols done this? So three twenty six. Pujols eight times. Trout's career high in runs is 129. Pujols did it three times. 190 hits. Pujols did it four times. None of these are like just one time. These are like multiple times. 39 doubles. Pujols did it eight times. He's done it once. Pujols ain't very fast. 45. Not at all. That's what I. That's what I try to point out to him. Like, (laughs) Pujols is kind of fast. If if, okay, so 45 home runs. Pujols did it five times. 111 RBIs. Pujols did it eight times. Trout has struck out 100 times, seven times in his career out of nine years. Pujols in 19 years has never struck out 100 times. Now, Ozzie Smith and Yadier Molina both have 40 double seasons. So if you say somebody gets 40 doubles, you'll say, well, you got to hit the ball hard. you got to run gotta fast. you got to be, pretty, gotta be yeah. pretty decently fast, right? Well, is Yadier fast? Yadier's a catcher. No. Most does, of the does Ozzie Smith hit the ball run. hard? No. So <laughs> both of them managed to get 40. I got you. If you're a Fast center fielder, shouldn't you be able to get forty that hits what the ball? What does any of it got to do with the way they play the game nowadays and walks and strikeouts? Yeah. So that's what I was saying about the plate appearances, Hunter. Mm-hmm. When you take the walks off, off, off. Trout's batting average drops. Oh, oh significantly. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah, no. you, you're, you're adding those about, back into the plate. If you add the walks back into the in plate, the plate appearance. Appearance. I was say, as yeah. of right now, since they don't add it, that's why he's up. That's yeah. why he's up because he leads the league in walks almost every year. Right. The and man just looks at every. Which to so, me, they're like, okay, that's good because it's not a strikeout. I'm like, well, wh- well, why is it necessarily good to only get a single when you have an opportunity to try and get a home run double or a triple or a single, regardless? But most of the time, they might just walk you because they know they can strike the next the guy. The next out. guy, yeah. Well, so that's what they, 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 would they, intentional walks be a part of the game if they're I, so valuable? That's what I'm saying. They will intentionally walk you because they're like, look, we don't want you to have a chance to hit this ball. We know the next guy can. Yeah. So we're just going to walk you to get this second or third out right now, and we're golden. Yeah. You aren't hurting us. The you're whole, not helping your team at all because you're standing there on first. Yeah. The, whole, the whole intentional walk thing, I think, Throws a lot of that out the door is that yeah. a, a manager is willing to walk someone. I agree. Barry Bonds was walked with bases loaded all the time. Why? Because yeah. they didn't pitch to him. Well, think about this: the manager had the choice. Do I want him to swing the bat and go? He's got to think about it. If you if you use analytics, analytics, Bonds has a two and three chance of getting out right here. Yeah. But if I walk him, they score a run. Now, if you say, wouldn't wouldn't that how the manager think now? No. Ain't no way they would walk him, no. and they would let him hit it off the wall. Would you rather have the guy? Who takes four pitches and gets on base, or the guy who can knock him in after getting on base? Think about this: Would you rather have me or Josh Johnson on your team? And that's what I used to try to tell people. That's what I try to tell. That's what I try to tell people all the time. Like me and Moose can get on base all day long, but if the guys behind us aren't doubling off the wall, you're just standing there. You're just left on base. Yep. I got you on that. And and, you know the the stolen bases—they're not getting as many as they used to. Now at all, I think he had. I think Trout eleven this year. He's he had forty something his second year. But I mean, Vince Coleman and Ozzie number stealing anywhere from sixty to hundred bases a year. If you get on and move over, right. think about Hunter. I did the math on it. You can have four. I think four walks per inning in a nine inning ball game mm-hmm. and not score a run. I mean, it don't. So it don't you, help. So you're think about right. it. You can walk 
three. Mm-hmm. Ground ball double play. Miss two of them out. Walk, walk one, one more. And then get the play. third out. Yep. So you can walk four an inning. So that's 36. You got to go. So that's 30. No, oh, get you some. Oh, well, so we're running on time <laughs> anyways. So, so that's, that's 36. We're almost at two hours. Your team, Hunter. Yeah. Can have an on-base percentage right. over 100%. 36 out of 27. Mm-hmm. It's 125, I think, if I'm doing it right. And lose to my team, mm-hmm. who hit a solo home run, and everybody else struck that's out. That's it. So doesn't that show an example of how – I know they'll say people say that's mm-hmm. an extreme right. example, but the thing about it is it, it is absolutely true. Don't tell me that on-base percentage is so important, but then I can tell you my team can go 1-27 and right. and beat you, and you get you have a – like 125% I'll say, I'll say it for days. Call me a purist, but at the end of the day, if you ask me who I want, I'm tell you three stats I'm looking for. On-base percentage, batting average, and RBIs. Can the man get on base? Can he even make contact with the ball? Or am I sending him up there for nothing? And can he bat me somebody in in a clutch moment? That's exactly what I'm looking for. And maybe strikeouts, just to see, hey, man, are you just willy-nilly strive, you know, swinging yeah. at that. But then batting average will come into play when you look at that. So for people that say batting average doesn't matter, meet me outside. How about that? <laughs> meet me outside. I mean, I think that, I mean, batting average clearly displays how good you I are mean, what, swinging the bat. I want you to think about what is the swinging point of the, the game? What is the point of baseball to hit, hit, hit the ball? The ball. If wa- if, and to not let him hit the ball. If walks are that more important, shouldn't all batters take two strikes then? Man, it don't matter. I mean, I'm just asking questions. If walk, I don't know. If walks are that valuable, shouldn't right. all batters take two strikes and hope the, hope, the, hope the pitcher gets to a point where they walk them that much? Um, it, it, here's another here, – here's my new rule of the day. I've always wanted to mention this while we got the baseball on, is uh, hit, hit batsmen. When you yeah. hit them. You get two bases. Yeah. I'm fine with that. You hit a base runner, get two bases. Because think about the way they use them now. Well, you know, yeah. What in the world <laughs> is going on? Why is a tree walking down the hallway? He's moving it. The Calvin buys something, Calvin. Andre. I got you. <laughs> he said something about it the other day that's going to put something in that room. We got to put Steve in the corner. Is what we got to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. You talk about intentionally hitting a batter, giving them two bases. Like saying baseball, uh-huh. you know. They, a lot of times they'll they'll hit the batter for revenge and this like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If not intentionally hitting the batter, I'll just hit, hit I'll hit bats. Back. Yeah, give them two bases. Two bases. Yeah, it'll prevent them from trying to go inside on him, mm-hmm. even if it's just barely. What about yeah. a, what about another rule? Speed the game up. Okay, three balls. This be yes. What'd you say? Three balls. Oh. Three balls, and to me, what would speed it up even more is kind of like in the soft, like when you're playing like church softball. The they only let you. They only let you have like four foul balls. You well, can't, that's it. Think, you can't throw. That's it. Then you're considered out. How many okay. times? How many times does a pitcher waste a pitch or or throw? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. All the time. So if you throw three balls, that well, you can't waste pitches, and it forces you to throw throw more strikes because you can't waste a ball or, mm-hmm. or throw one wild or just you mess can't, around. You can't risk it. It forces the pitcher to not try and pitch around the batter. It forces you to mm. pitch to the batter because you can't yeah. afford to try and catch him on the inside of the plate or the outside of the plate and just pray that he's going to either swing yeah. on it or you're going to get lucky and the home plate umpire is like, yeah, man, that, whew, that, that got him. That got him. One, more you strikes got, you got to play more the strike runs. zone. Yeah. you got to play the strike zone. I mean, it's just it's, yeah, it's just start, Yeah, that's hand to hand. Well. So I, not not two terrible ideas? No, not two terrible ideas. I, I like the three-ball. I definitely like the three-ball thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Three and two. So what? Yeah, I mean, it, it, three balls are definitely speed the game exactly up for right. sure. All on all levels. Yeah. I mean, kids. Every, yeah. Everything. I, I just. Because there's no. I mean, because I've said it for years. There's no. The main reason why baseball is going to struggle is because baseball is the one sport that legit does not go off of a clock. It is until you get three outs. Mm-hmm. You could have a team that bats through the lineup four times in an inning. Yeah. And guess what? It's still going <laughs> it's to still the fifth going, time yeah. that they go through. You know uh, why? You could have two outs. If the team bats through the lineup, guess what? We're doing it all over again because yep. you haven't got the third out. Yep. There's no reason the game should run four or five hours. Yeah. Okay? I'm just plain and simple. Baseball, you got some stuff to work on. We could sit here all day and talk about rule changes yeah. in baseball, but we've gone for quite a while. Yeah. So. That's why I, I usually watch um, October baseball. Yeah. That's, um, the, that's the best time to that's watch. That's the best time, it. yeah. I, I'll I catch will, a game, I'll you know. I'll admit it 100%. Someone was like, man, because uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, they'll ask me, why are you watching October baseball and not early, like, first four or five games of the NBA season? I'm like, why? I don't care what they're doing the first five or six seasons. They matter. don't try to after the yeah. All-Star break anyways. Yeah, it doesn't so, matter. But I'm watching two of the best teams left in Major League Baseball try and fight it out to see who's going to win the championship. Yeah. Ask me which one I'm watching. I'm watching the one where the stakes are on the line more, and if I bet, all I got to do is pick the winner. Yep. That's it. That's cool right there. That's it. Yeah. I'm just doing some fuzzy math over here. You're just doing minute. some fuzzy math. Just for, just for a minute. <laughs> just, just for an example. You think we maybe need to start... Winding this up. No, let's go for seven more hours. Seven more hours. I just got to go to a Hornets game. Yeah, I got to. I got to go run around. We got to in just a second. I just just wanted to pull up some. Go ahead. My plate appearances. I haven't even even eaten this food right. Yeah. Oh man. So so for an example, Hunter. Go ahead. So Pujols Mm -hmm. in St. Louis batted three twenty eight in eleven years. Okay. Mm Hmm. Trout's best ever was 326. So in 11 years, he averaged better yeah. than Trout's career high. Now, I did the uh, did the math on the uh, plate appearances, batting averages, okay? Yeah. So Albert Pujols batted 326 in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. That's with, uh, you know, that's, that's regular, ba- that's regular that's, batting yeah, average. Okay. Yeah. So I went and did the plate appearances. Mm-hmm. 279. Is his actual batting average? Real nice. plate appearance. Batting Real average. plate appearance is not Real taken off. Two seventy nine still considered pretty good, right? Two seventy nine. Well, yeah. I mean, three hundred is good, right? Three hundred is really good. Yeah, if you can do it consistently. Yeah. Trout in his eight plus years, three oh five mm-hmm. batting average. Normal. Batting average, regular batting average, with the plate appearances and walks included. And everything. Let me guess. Let me guess. One ninety. I ain't that bad. Dang it. Two, <laughs> two, I was going to say 240. So he's... he's <laughs> I poo-pooed him so bad. <laughs> so, so Trout, with walks, including batting averages, is 19... No, 21 points worse than Pujols in batting average. If you do it by plate appearances, he's 28 points worse mm. in batting average. And, and that's the thing is that, you know, you can include the walks and the hitting, I guess, in that. But, but my point is the best guy to swing the bat right-handed... Uh, was Albert. Now, now then we can talk left-handed all we want, and then I'm going to say, I'm going to throw Bonds in there. Uh, I was just at, about to ask. For, for lefty. It, yeah. no, people think Trout's better than Bonds. Really? Yes. So oh, that's how far this stuff has gotten. I was about gotten. to ask you. Well, that's, I was that, gonna that's, ask, that's my point. That's how far this stuff has gotten. better than Bonds, yeah. Sosa, everybody. Maguire, everybody. So let me ask you two guys, who do y'all think is 
the best hitters of all time. Best hitters of all time. If you ask me, probably one of the best right-handed hitters I've ever seen was Alex Rodriguez. Even though I don't, I don't care about the steroid things because you can say the same thing about Bonds. But the best right-handed hitter I've seen was Alex Rodriguez. Cool. I, I don't, I don't have a lot of you know time with me. I'm only 23. You know, right. a lot of people know I'm young, but Pools. Alex Rodriguez for me. Pools is the better hitter than. He was more consistent than. Mm-hmm. Than A Rod, I think A Rod was more. There's more of a chance for A Rod to go deep than Albert. Albert was a doubles hitter who got stronger, and those doubles turned into home runs. If, I would say if you just want a guy getting on base, who holds? Uh, yeah, A Rod was a little bit more that dynamic. All around hitters, right-handed hitters, the best I've seen are Pujols and Manny Ramirez. Mm. Lefties, it's Bonds by a mile. Now, if I want a home run. Lefty is Griffey, righty McGuire. They have the two best home run swings I've ever seen. I can't describe to you guys a, a Mark McGuire home run compared to everyone else. Like I, in St. Louis, he was hitting them in the in the upper deck in in batting practice, which is it, it's almost like just straight up is how it was back then. The, when we we went to Atlanta, I went with um, Pat and the authors, and we went to, and Dad went down for a game when McGuire was playing, and so he's in batting practice. And in Atlanta, they don't have the three or four levels like St. Louis does. They only have the one bottom and then the next level. Mm-hmm. There's a little middle section out there. You talking about Turner? The, yeah, out the new one. Turner. Turner. Okay. There was a little middle section. Yeah. They had a restaurant where McGriff's restaurant and stuff caught on fire. Right. And then right above it, though, was the upper deck in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sheffield, Chipper, Edmonds, um, Roland, all of them were hitting. Now, remember the new Atlanta ballpark? The new one. You couldn't hit it that far in the park. Mm-mm. So all the all the home runs landed pretty much in the lower section of of, of, of Turner Field. I'm, I'm going to see if I can pull it up and kind of show you why. I know the listeners won't be able to see, but I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Surely they can show me an inside the stadium look of this of this joker. All right, here we go, Juwan. Here's in the dark. I guess I'll pull this one up. Of course, we keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller pictures. Here we go. All right, so this lower section all the way around the park right here, mm-hmm. Juwan, this is where all the home runs landed, okay? We're sit, we're standing here for Home Run Derby, and it's and I knew because I've been to McGuire, see McGuire in St. Louis. We're sitting there with our gloves, and we're like, y'all think we need this? I'm like, yeah, uh, you do. Um <laughs> the, so the the first one he hit was a line drive in our direction. People didn't try to catch it. Everyone got out of the way. Wow. And when it hit John, you know the plastic stands at the stadium. You know what happens when you hit those plastic? They you know how they turn white? Yeah. He left a big white bend in the seat that it hit and mm-hmm. everyone went running for. So I'm sitting there, I look at Andy, Andy's like, Yeah, I guess I put my glove on now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> He's like, We probably should back up too. I'm like, probably. So we ended up backing up somewhere up in here under these flags. Then the next 15 balls he hit was is like this. or And then we just looked over our heads and looked and looked. And it just floated. So he would hit the ball. And it was like, you know, you, you ever seen a golf ball hit when mm-hmm. it'll float and it just drops? Uh-huh. That His home runs look like golf balls. Like Bonds, I play golf either. Like so, like Bonds, Pujols, all these guys when they hit a home run, it's a it's like shooting a rocket. It's it's out of here in okay. a hurry. McGuire would hit it and it would float and float 
and float. And these bombs are just landing in the upper deck, and you're just like, and he, it is so effortless. It's a what he did. He used an older. This guy gave him. He had a different swing coach than everyone else. And it's where you, you release with one hand instead of two, and you you know how the batters flip mm -hmm. up now. Mm -hmm. He pretty much started doing that first swing up on it. So what he was doing was looping it like a left hand here. You know, Griffey swing is a, is that beautiful loop. So McGuire tried to reproduce that loop by dropping his elbow as a righty. It's so hard for a right hand hitter, and then letting go one handed. So it turned into the most perfect home run swing. Plus he he, he had, and like I was saying with Bonds, when you add thirty pounds of muscle, John, if you're hitting at three hundred. And you add 30 pounds of muscle, you get, let's say, 30 more feet, yeah. right? So if Bonds is hitting doubles and he adds 30 more feet, he's hitting 320, <laughs> home runs. 350 feet home runs. Okay. Well, McGuire was already hitting 350-foot yeah. home runs. So when he starts pumping up and getting strong, now the ball is go, go looking. I gotta, we got a poster in the hallway with all the, the, the distances. Yeah. 500, 500, 500. Okay. So no matter what, if he would have hit them, they would have been out. They were just way out. Yeah. Like it wasn't even. I can't. I can never compare it. I can. I'll never do justice to watching that that mm -hmm. dude hit balls over our heads, where, right. where everyone else was hitting the ball. Like yeah. Jerry Sheffield. This is as far as he can hit it. McGuire hit it over his Who head. Was a by good hitter too. Over his head by fifty yeah. feet. Yeah. Like it, it was. It was just such a such. And then to see him in the upper deck when you're in the upper deck looking down. You've been to upper deck in football, right? Yeah. Just think about a baseball coming up there and landing. You've seen the T-shirts at the yeah. Hornets game. Right, I have. I caught that's, one. It's weird how the, <laughs> that's how the baseballs look coming up there, and you see one get up, you're like, golly. Yeah. He hit that ball so far. I, I know I went on a tangent on there, but I just seeing someone hit the ball that far was just something different. I saw Griffey hit in, in Cincinnati his second year. Mm -hmm. um, we went and saw him up in Cleveland. Um, that swing is probably the best swing I've seen. Um, but but left-handed hitters, you got to right. give credit to Ichiro. Got to give credit to Tony Gwynn mm -hmm. for the best left-handed non-powers hitters. The thing about Bonds, um, he's always considered one of the best players. But those three or four years where his head got three times bigger than it than it normally was, and he yeah. was he was on on the roids. Yeah. Um, I really th hate that. Those man, those couple seasons were the the I would say this: McGuire was more dangerous to hit a home run. You could not pitch to Bonds no matter what that one yeah. season. He hit everything. Yeah. Like, if you threw it over the plate, McGuire might hit it out. He also might strike out. Bonds wasn't striking out. That was the difference between McGuire mm -hmm. is more of a home run hitter nowadays where you strike out a lot. Bonds wasn't striking out. Right. Uh, that was, it was two totally different types of home runs. Um, but, yeah, Manny, I would say right-handed, and, and Albert. Albert's just 300, 300 home runs. Mm -hmm. It is just is just silly uh, for ten straight years. All right. Um, any other news and notes on the Major League Baseball? Uh, let's, we're trying to finish up the show and get out of here. Uh, well, Friday we're going to do uh, NFL picks again this weekend. Remember, um, if you if you go by us, you're probably going to lose. Yeah. Uh, you, you can follow Hunter on. He thinks you can follow him on his money picks. But if Hunter, you keep you keep making making guarantees on those money picks. <laughs> I'm not making guarantees. <laughs> All I know is last week four and one. I would have been, if you'd have bet it, you'd have been positive. <laughs> that's that's Hunter. So let's see if I got any more uh, fun tweets. I got one for you, Juwan. The um, the last time the Bulls played the Mavericks without Dirk. Starting lineup for the Chicago Bulls. Mm. Ron Harper, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, Kukoc and Rodman. 
before last night or two nights goes again, that was the last time wow. the Mavericks played the Bulls without Dirk, and that's who's starting lineup for us. I got a Washington Wizards stat of the day, Hunter. Go ahead. I don't know if you saw this one or not. I may or may not. In the last week, uh-huh. the Wizards have beaten the Miami Heat, mm. the Denver Nuggets, mm-hmm. and the Boston Celtics without Bradley Beal, Hachimura, Bryant, Burns, Wagner, John Wall, and Ish Smith. Is getting MVP chance. Ish Smith was balling. <laughs> He's they, getting they've played MVP chance. I've seen they've him, played man. pretty good. But if you ask me, I'm not going to say that lineup's better than with all those not guys at all. No. Ish Smith, George Tech. This is just a good little <laughs> This is a good little stint. I'm glad going. we didn't talk about Carolina basketball. Not when we're not going to. Thank you. We are going right. to one day. No, uh, that's, that's uh, not, one day maybe, but as not. of right now, no. But uh Travis wants to get in on that and talk golf with us. Uh one day, talk some Tar Heels and golf. So we're going to get with him one day. Uh, Philip's going to join us one day. Uh, got a couple of different people joining us around. Will Boykin's going to join us next Wednesday. Had a lot of stuff to do today. Couldn't get with us. Uh, Andre hung out down the hall. Didn't come hang out with us today. Got an empty picture in the corner. Answering the phones. Doing business. Doing work. Um, so Friday we'll do our NFL picks. Hunter, you got anything? Nope. News and notes going forward? I do not. Trying to think. It seems like there was something else that I'm I wanted to mention today. <laughs> Hunter's ready to eat his lunch and, yeah. and get out of here. All right, guys. Um, I guess I don't think I had any more. Andre said he buy me lunch. He is. Yeah, it's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> is Andre buying you lunch? No, he's really no, not. I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, uh, Hunter, real quick, they can watch on Facebook uh, as long as Facebook don't kick us off every right. every, every podcast. Though why they be kicking us off? Well, I, they haven't yet. But oh, why would they? They have, I don't know. They Listen, the, YouTube and Facebook has all these rules. Uh-huh. You play music rule. If you play music, you can do different things. If you use different video, you got to There's just so many different dumb stuff. Uh, if you cuss, things like that. I don't know. I don't know. Did I cuss today? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. We a little did a little bit. I think I used one. Well, we it don't matter. It wasn't a big There's one. no FCC on this. Nah, There's no, no fines. Just try not to get try not to get kicked nah, out. Keep it keep it kind of. This is 2020. <laughs> this is 2020. They hear so, way. So you more can watch. So you watch the replay on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, we will post the replays also on our YouTube page. You can listen on eight. Eight platforms. Eight different platforms. So it says eight platforms, but I know some of the ones that most people know of, Spotify, Spotify and Apple easy. Music. Right. Or, sorry, right. Apple Podcasts. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast and watching online. Uh, we're going to take it out of here and see if, let's see if my buttons work. Let's see if they work. Y'all listening? Let's see. What? Yeah. You hear it? Yeah, I hear it. Oh, I hear it. Are you hearing a song? Da, 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 da. Rap man, rap man. Yeah, yeah. that's me. Yeah. yeah. Hey, 